Oh shit, yo, my bad, yo. <laughs> yo, I have my phone, yo. That's my fault, yo. That's my fault. I'm in, I'm in work mode. My fault, y'all. My fault. I'm in you know, when you at work and you just in the, you in the zone. Like I, that's how, that's how I am right now. I apologize. I know motherfuckers like, yo, what the fuck? Why the fuck state ain't say nothing? <laughs> I, I super apologize. Um. Well, today, uh, I wanted to start a podcast, well, Twitter Stasis, because I just wanted to talk about uh, my guy, Quentin Grimes, and Mitchie Robinson real quick. I feel like this summer, um, we've highlighted, you know, we speak about Julius Randle all the fucking time. Uh, we speak about um, R.J. Barrett all the fucking time. Uh, we, had, we had like a four-hour conversation about name quickly. About his fucking contract the other day. I want to give those guys a break. You know, I, I, let's give them a break for a day. Today, I wanted to talk about Quentin Grimes and my guy Mitchell Robinson. Um, two of two of the three main important players going in the next season. I would include Emmanuel quickly as the fourth person. I, I just don't know where Emmanuel quickly stands with the squad right now. So I'm, I'm going to leave quickly out of that uh, uh, tape. Um, send it to you when I'm – okay, I'm going to send it to you when I'm done with my lashes. Oh, shit, women is crazy. I'm so sick of this shit. I'm sick of being a man. Like, when, when you a man, yo, nothing, life is not free, bro. Like, once you turn to all you young cats – all you young cats, if you're under 25, live your life. Love your life. Love what you do. You better enjoy it. Because after 25, brother, females ain't for free no more, brother. You got to pay for everything. I got a girl text me today. Hey, can I get $20 to, to do my lashes? I want to tell her no. I swear to God, I would have talked. How the fuck I can tell a daughter twenty dollars? This shit is so annoying, man. It is so annoying. But at the, and at the same time, they they could say shit like, "Oh well, well, I'm sleeping with you, so you know I can actually." And she technically right, so I can't even really like beef about that shit. I just hate being. I hate this shit sometimes. When they gonna start paying me? Right? When when I, I sling good eye? When when you gonna pay me? When the fuck you gonna pay me? Well, answers to both questions. Fuck, yo, fucking women, fucking expensive. I go outside and breathe, I might have to spend a hundred dollars. That's why I be tight. Every time a female texts me, I know it's I know I'm spent. Come on, bro. And it's like I had no problem with it. I have no problem with it. I work mad hard, but it's like God. Damn, all the fucking time. Y'all so fucking needy. Damn it. Lucky I'm a good person. She, she lucky I'm a good man. I'm a good I'm a good man in my family. My parents raised me correctly. You know? Um, I always try to show love. Um, but with that said, shout out to my guy Quentin Grimes, man. Uh, Quentin Grimes, actually, he's worked out with J.J. Reddick this summer. And he's worked out with Penny Hardaway. I believe he worked out with Penny Hardaway last summer. Um, 
which was a great sight to see. When he worked, at, when working out with Penny Hardaway makes me smile when it comes to Quentin Grimes. Because Quentin Grimes, one of my biggest issues with him, um, I just felt like he needed just to develop a more refined game. I didn't... I, after last season, I kind of got a glimpse of what he can be in the future. So that's why I, I I said yesterday that he's definitely one of the most important Nick players going into next season. And the reason why he's so important is not only the floor spacing, but the player who can affect the game without having plays called for him or without having the ball in his hands. Every single championship team, has at least three of those guys who don't need the basketball in their hands, who don't need come on, who don't need um plays ran for them, guys that could just be on the court, they know how to space the floor, guys who could run back and forth, you know, those guys that do the little things. I need Quentin Grimes to like hone in on that. And when I say hone in on that, next season I would be delighted if he made an all defensive team. Or if he just made 200 threes, minimum, I would be excited. Uh, the reason why I'm, I'm asking from him, can he make an all-defensive team, is because metrics from last season says he's a top 20 NBA defender. He also had the toughest assignment matched up to him last season, something that I like. Uh, he also shot a good percentage from the corners. I believe he's top three in the NBA in corner three percentage. I believe he's top five in the NBA in matchup difficulty. Uh, another thing I want him to hone in on is being decisive. It was problem. The problem I had in the playoffs with Quentin Grimes the most is he didn't look decisive. He didn't look like he knew where to go when he got the ball. There was times where he got the ball in the Cleveland series and he looked spooked. When I say spooked is it looked like he didn't know when to shoot. It looked like he didn't want to shoot. And it looked like he didn't want the moment. The one excuse I can give Quentin Grimes for that is, hey, um, this is his first playoff run. And the first playoff run, you always got to, you know, do certain things uh, to try to get yourself acclimated to the playoff game. And sometimes a player can struggle. Other times a player can be great in the playoffs. So uh, an example of a player, as soon as he touched the playoffs, he he played well, is Anthony Edwards. He's a great example. Anthony Edwards, and don't don't get it fucked up. Not all NBA players are the same. So Anthony Edwards, he was also in the playoffs at 20 years old. Just like R.J. Barrett. Anthony Edwards played well. R.J. Barrett played like dog shit. Now they both going to playoffs this season. They both played well. So it's all about, you know, maturing your game and, and just understanding that not all NBA players are the same. I think that's one of the biggest misconception, misconceptions when people are debating on Nick's Twitter is, oh, well, he ain't like this guy. Oh, he ain't like that guy. Do you wake up in the morning and tell your kids, oh, I don't I don't like you because you're not like my oldest? Like, come on, dog. Y'all got to stop that trying to compare Nick players to everybody else and just try to compare you know, Nick players to 
players who don't play the game anymore and players who is a fair comp. For example, when <laughs> shout out to my guy Coke Butter Cheese, man. Coke Butter Cheese, he always say this stupid shit about Quentin Grimes being Brandon Roy. One of the most egregious fucking comparisons I've ever seen. It, it, well, my RJ Barrett to Brandon Roy comparison is also egregious, but fuck it. Everybody got egregious opinions, right? And I think that's blasphemous to call Quentin Grimes Brandon Roy. Now, the players I compared him to, Michael Finley, Danny Green, Katino Mobley, those type of basketball players, that's who I compared him to. I see Grimes as a high-level 3 and D one. Um, I don't see superstar potential at all. Like, there's nothing about him that screams superstar. I don't. I don't see the. Usually, when you when a guy is a superstar caliber player, if he can become a superstar, you usually see their personality. I don't really see personality from Quentin Grimes. Um, I always seen personality from guys like Bradley Beal. You know, you know, guys who step as soon as they come in, they step into the league. Jalen Green. As soon as he came into the NBA, he had a personality. Um, <laughs> those young guys really got personality. I don't, and I don't think Quentin Grimes got the personality of a guy who who, who wants to be a star. Um, I don't think he has the game to do it either. Like he, nothing about his game really pops off the screen to me. Uh, because I watched basketball for so long, I think um three and D players are. are I, I've seen a bunch of them throughout my time. Um, Shane Battier, those type of guys. So, but you always need one of those guys to win a championship. You need a couple of those guys to win a championship. You need like three of those guys on your team to win a championship. So I'm perfectly fine with Quentin Grimes. I also, if you notice, like I try not to put Quentin Grimes in any trades this summer. The reason why I try not to put him in any trades this summer is because he's on his rookie scale deal. And I'm also curious to see what will be his role this season? I didn't like the way Tibbs used them last season. Uh, just stand there and spot up. I don't like the way Tibbs run his offense at all. But I, I, that's another comment for another day. But Quentin Grimes, 38, I think he shot 39% from three during the regular season. Another thing that I really liked about Quentin Grimes, too, is – and I and this is across the board for all of our young guys – is he never complains. <laughs> I think that's one of the, the best things ever. The one time with one of our young guys, well, Mitchell Robinson, he always throwing a, a nice curveball during the middle of the season. <laughs> so that's regular. But during the season, I, one of our young guys was about to complain. I believe it was R.J. Barrett about Tom Thibodeau. Obviously, it was after a tough loss. And I believe Cam Reddish told him, no, nah, chill, chill, chill. So, our young guys, their mentalities, no, not even their mentalities, but their their personalities and, and, and the way they come off, they all come off as good character people. And I do like that about Grimes, that he just does not show me like that superstar it factor, the, the athleticism, the superstar shooting. He doesn't really – it's nothing that, that I haven't seen before where he just jumps out at the screen for me. So – I can't I, – I, I am limiting – limited, like, 
limited. I'm thinking about mad words right now. Um, I think Quentin Grimes is limited. I think the culture, I mean, I think the coach is limited as well. But we can wait and see. I think all players who are who have great work ethics, they get better in due time. I've seen a bunch of basketball players like Gilbert Arenas. These dudes who come from the end of the bench, they claw, they work their way up into the rotation, they work their way up into the starting lineup, and then they keep flourishing from there. Quentin Grimes, although I believe he was handed the starting job by accident, he definitely put in the work in order to succeed last season. I think the one of the biggest things, too, when it comes to Quentin Grimes, I think I, I would love for him to get more touches. Uh, I believe that R.J. Brunson and Julius Randle last season, I believe they all shot above 14 shots per game. I think that needs to end. I don't think that's uh, 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 good for late-season success. I don't even think that's good for postseason success. Uh, I think everybody should scale it back on the Knicks. And I think Quentin Grimes is one of those guys where he needs more shots. He needs more touches. If you have a three-point threat on the court, you got to make sure every play that that guy is moving on the, on the offensive end so you can never be stagnant. So when I watch a guy like J.J. Reddick running through screens, running through screens, running through screens, how are you supposed to guard that when Embiid is posting up? So it's up to Tom Thibodeau. What is he going to do in order to get Grimes open? You got to give me more shots for Grimes. I believe Grimes shot seven shots last season, seven to eight shots last season. It might be less than that. It might be about six shots last season. If he could up that to about ten shots per game, make uh, attempt six threes per game, I believe he, he, he will be fine. But at least ten shots. You got to get that man some more shots. And who is it on? It's on the coach. I don't need to bring up Jalen Brunson and the ball hog. Mm-mm. It's up to the coach. The coach should know you love Quentin Grimes that much. You need to get him more shots. I've seen games where Jalen Brunson has come down, he'll shoot the ball, five straight possessions, and nobody else touches the ball. That is a coaching issue. I don't see that on Team USA. I don't even think I've ever seen fucking Steph Curry do some shit like that under, under um, Steve Kerr. So that's, that's a coaching issue. I don't think I've seen no other point guard in the NBA. I, I watch a lot of basketball, y'all. I don't think I've seen a point guard do shit like that since probably, since probably Russell Westbrook. Like, literally, and, and I'm not saying Brunson is a fucking Russell Westbrook. I'm just saying what Tibbs is asking for, oh, what Tibbs is asking for Brunson to do I think Tibbs wants him to score. Yes, I think Tibbs wants him to keep attacking, attacking, attacking. But at the same time, I think Tibbs needs to switch it up. Knicks was, was bottom 10 in assists, bottom 10 in assists total, bottom 10 in field goal percentage, bottom 10 in three-point percentage, bottom 10 in um, three-point percentage from the corners. Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, ninth and 10th worst in the league in three-point percentage from the corners. So it, it, that's a coaching issue. That's a coaching it. My because my point guard not trash. So it can't be the point guard play. It's no way it's the point guard play. It's no way that the Knicks is still a horrible field goal shooting team and they have a brand new point guard. It gotta be coaching. Is it the roster construction? Who knows? 
if you had this same roster, is you asking Julius Randle to shoot at least 200 more threes than Jalen Brunson? I'm not. That's it. There's no way I'm asking. There's no way. No way I'm asking that young man to do all of that. That's it. When I'm watching FIBA and I'm watching the way Brunson surveys the court, he passes the ball every play. I'm not used to that shit. It only the plays where it breaks down and you know Team USA need a bucket or, or only the plays where Brunson sees, he says, oh, all right, cool. I got to be aggressive on this play. And Brunson to pick his spot. That's the only time I really see Brunson to come down, break the defense down, and, and, and take his own shot. Other than that, he is looking for – he is pass first. Oh, pass first. Pass, pass, pass. I need more of that for the Knicks. The Knicks is such a selfish basketball team. And it starts with your leaders, I think. When your team's best player is selfish and don't pass the ball, and, and, and I don't think – I don't think Randall is selfish. Real talk. I don't, I don't think none of these guys is really selfish. We're all human. I don't think these guys are, 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 are doing this shit on purpose. I don't think Randall ball hogs on purpose. No. No. That's on Titch. That is completely on Titch. If you want your team to win and go far, you have to make your players pass the ball and make the right play. Even with R.J. Barrett sometimes. I, I know y'all all remember the play where R.J. Barrett, he went coast to coast, I believe. Um, You see Obi Toppin in the fucking corner. R.J. just refuses to pass him the ball. He rather takes a contested layup. Or the play where Obi Toppin is cutting to the rim, R.J. Barrett just decides to say, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to take this by, to, by myself straight to the basket. I think Tibbs wants that. Because if I'm in the film room, I am killing, I am destroying RJ for shit like that. That is a bad play. Knowing Tibbs, he probably encouraged that shit. Hey, look, you know, you know, Obi was open, but 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 keep putting pressure on the rim, dickhead. That's the shit Tibbs are probably saying. I don't put shit past Tibbs anymore. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I would, I would like for him to coach a different way next season. If he's watching FIBA and he's watching how Cam Johnson, Mikel Bridges and those guys continuously are moving without the basketball, I hope Tibbs takes that back with the Knicks. Another thing, too, <laughs> the plays that's being ran on Team USA – uh, when these guys are doing baseline cuts, these guys are going from baseline to baseline. I would love to see that more for the Knicks. I would love to see Quentin Grimes going from baseline three to baseline three, just consistently moving, not standing still. I th- that's another issue, too. Jalen um, Brunson holds the ball, I believe, for the most seconds in the NBA. I think, it's, I think he's second behind James Harden. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, no. I think he's top five in the NBA in, in minutes holding the ball. And first is Luka Doncic. We all know Luka Doncic, it, he dominates the ball so fucking much. It, it, it's ridiculous. But I think Jalen Brunson holding the ball along with no 
offensive movement. R.J. Barrett holding the ball. Julius Randle holding the ball. No ball movement. So your hands are getting cold while you're standing on the court. So obviously when you finally get the ball and you finally shoot the ball when it's about three, four seconds left on the clock, you're most likely going to miss because you don't know when you're going to get the ball. Also, now you got to rush your shot. You can't even be in, in, in your set shot phase. So it's, it, it's kind of difficult with the offense that Tibbs run because it's like, how do you want these guys to get in a rhythm? We used to have this problem with Obi Toppin. That's why I'm so glad Obi Toppin is off the Knicks because we don't have to talk about that stupid shit no more. Oh, when is he going to get minutes? Why is he playing the corner? Why is he this? Why is he that? Now, now it's no excuses. Now it's also no excuses for Tom Thibodeau to say, all right, now I got to take Randall out of the game. Now he got no, he got no extra excuses. You can't, you can't, what, what, what's the crazy shit Tibbs used to do? Tibbs used to, let's say Randall makes a mistake. This motherfucker sub out the whole starting five. He, he not even going to just single out Randall. He'll sub out the whole starting five just to protect his boy's ego and then bring in the whole bench. No. No, 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 no. Now, if he do that this season, now it's going to look funny because let's say if he do some shit like that. Let's say if he bench Randall. And let's say that same night Obi Toppin comes out and scores 30 and 10. How the fuck you think Nick fans going to feel? So this is why this season, a lot. I, I'm hoping these three young men, RJ, Mitch Robb, Quentin Grimes, I need all three of those young men to come play. I'm going to need Quentin Grimes to show me a pulse as far as his real ceiling. Because I, I still don't know where his ceiling is. I still don't know where his ceiling is. It was games last season. Well, watching Quentin Grimes, and I'm like, oh, okay. okay he, he looks like a, 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 a 95 cent version of Bradley Bill. Oh, okay. He's he, he he looks cool. Oh, he look he looks like he, in this other games he looks like a ninety five cent version of Bradley Bill. Then you got another game. Oh, he looks like Doug Christie. Then you got another game. Oh, he looks like fucking he looks like fucking PJ Tucker. It, it, I, I don't know what what this guy's ceiling is. I really don't know. We're gonna find out next season though. I hope we find out next season. I would like to find out next season. And how would I find that out? Easily, Pitch. put them in positions to succeed. That's what you have. Put these boys in positions to succeed. That's what you have to do. Quentin Grimes, I believe Quentin Grimes would have been further along if Tibbs just didn't decide that Evan Fournier needed to break the three point record. I know that Quentin Grimes was hampered that season, and I still didn't need to see Evan Fournier. Why the fuck is Evan Fournier still on the Knicks? I'm confused by that. Let me, matter of fact, let me, let me keep it cool. State, don't make yourself mad. Don't piss yourself off. Everything's going to be all right. Now back to Quentin Grimes, right? Um, what I say? Shot attempts. I need Quentin Grimes with more shot attempts. I need Quentin Grimes to be more aggressive. Um, a, a stat that stuck out to me, Quentin Grimes' defensive rating is the same defensive rating as Jalen Brunson last season in the regular season. I need him to pick that up as well. I think the great thing about Quentin Grimes is 
in the playoffs specifically, everybody he guarded most of the time shot under their percentages. And that's something that you definitely like to see. Uh, Even though he didn't produce offensively himself during the playoffs, but it's okay. You know, shit like that happens. I think young players are meant to struggle. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see. I really like uh, these videos that Quentin Grimes is posting. That the the people he's worked out with so far this summer, um, Penny Hardaway, JJ Reddick. Um, I'm hoping we get more news about uh, his workouts. I believe we see him go through a recent Rico Hines run. Um, his video circling around about that. So it, it, it so shout out to Quentin Grimes. He's working really hard. Um, he needs to. I think his playoff run was was left a lot left to be desired. Uh, it's a very important season coming up for him. Um, it's also a pay season. Um, I don't want him to end up like quickly. Quickly shouldn't quickly shouldn't wait for his money. This shit that the Knicks are doing, as far as you want to pay all of these dudes, you want to gas up. I don't give a fuck about a Dante DiVincenzo, man. <laughs> I don't care, yo. I don't give a fuck, yo. With all due respect, if this was the '90s, he another Lenny Wilkins, another Doc Rivers. I don't give a fuck about that. You don't hear '90s Nick fans pounding the table because Doc Rivers made a three-point shot in, 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 in the '90s regular season. I don't give a fuck about Dante Divincenzo. I don't care. Because Nick Sealing doesn't depend on him at all. Like, there's nothing he could do next season that'll make me say, wow. There's nothing he could do. Because he doesn't change the Knicks' outcome, whether you like it or not. Fuck, he's supposed to change. How many minutes, uh, how many less minutes RJ Barrett and those young boys supposed to get? I don't care. I do not care. At all. I. The one thing I do care about, he better prove that contract. He better not come out like Evan Fournier. And and my beef with the Evan Fournier contract is, once again, it was about quit. It was about quitting grounds for me. Every single fucking time, every single fucking time, motherfucking. Ass. Who cares? Who cares? I didn't care that season. Why should I care now? You notice the company men. Company men are funny. Shout out to me, Ari J. The company men is really fun. You notice company men don't bring up your well ever four years shooting this side the third. You notice they don't shut the they used to not shut the fuck up about Evan Fournier. Well, he broke the Knicks shooting record, and this guy he did, and Evan Fournier, this guy he did. Why don't they? Why don't they have podcasts about Evan Fournier anymore? Why nobody hosts a Twitter space about Evan Fournier anymore? Why? That Dante Divincenzo contract is, is that could be a recipe for disaster. Because what do you need him for? I don't understand. What is What do the Knicks fucking need him for? What do we need him for? We needed him to beat Miami? What? He's a five-point-per-game playoff scorer. Fuck we need him to beat Miami for? Oh, the Knicks need more shooting. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't give the, need more shooting when? 
in the regular season or in the playoffs? Because in the playoffs, he didn't play for fucking Golden State. He was out of their rotation. And the guy that was out of the rotation, you turned around and give him $50 million. Word to my mother, it, it, it's so crazy. The very last game, and I, I, I will never forget this, y'all. Never, ever, ever forget this. That season before the Knicks signed Evan Fournier, his very last game for the Boston Celtics, and I know because I was watching the game because I lost money that night. Your man Evan Fournier went one for ten. He did an R.J. Barrett move at fucking 28 years old. He went one for ten in his last game for the fucking Boston Celtics. And the Knicks said, you know what? Let's give him $78 million so he could steal minutes from Evan for, for fucking, fucking Quentin Grimes. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. Happy these dudes, Nick fans be, yo, man, yo, man, oh, Ron, Randall contract, that's a good deal. This, that, the third. Randall two-time all NBA. Nobody gives a fuck about his regular season accolades, fam. Nobody. Nobody at all. That's why I like I, I I try to always update my takes. I try to update my standards when it comes to the Knicks. I don't give a shit about the Knicks regular season next season. I don't care. That shit went up in smoke when positive Knicks Twitter was up my ass last season. Oh well, you see, you see how good you about to do it. You see, you see what the and we lose the Max Struess, and nobody want to tweet for two months. NYK mentality was in witness protection for two months after that ass kicking. You couldn't find the man, Anthony MSG. You couldn't find him for a couple of weeks. He just started coming back outside. Just started. Literally, just started. Just started coming back outside. We can never find you dudes when adversity hits. We can always find you, though, resharing a tweet, not trying to promote or not trying to, trying to, trying to help a brother out when it comes to, but when it come to uh, podcast views and shit. You don't never share my shit about my podcast, but you're quick to be sharing my shit when I diss the Knicks. You'll be quick to share my shit. Oh, you doing this. You doing this for clicks. Oh, you doing this. You doing this for your merch. <laughs> oh, you doing this for your podcast. Shut the fuck up. I've been talking like this for years now. Oh, well, State, you you post videos. Of, uh, uh, I'm the reason why everybody on Nick Twitter posts videos to begin with. I've been doing this since, since 2017. I've been battling random abbeys for years. Ellen Musk needs to put some shit on Twitter where when you sign up for Twitter, you need to upload some so we know you're a real person. That's what you need to do for now. Because these dudes who hop, yo, the dudes who hop out on random abbeys, the people, you notice they talk, they say the most dumbest shit. They say the most dumbest shit. They say the most rudest shit. It's always the people that hide behind the random abbeys. They can't put a face behind half of the stupid shit that they say. That's why they say stupid shit. Random abbey. Literally, yo, the random Abby yesterday called me retarded. And I'm looking, I'm like, damn, bro. 
You calling me retarded because I don't want to root for Dante DiVincenzo? God damn, bro. I didn't know it was like that. I didn't know. It's not that serious, bro. MSG don't send you no checks. There's only one company, man, getting paid from MSG, and that is Anthony MSG. Everybody else is doing work for free. No, you're not getting paid by, by this podcast. To, to, to No, no, no. So stop trying to police everything. Positive Knicks Twitter is a bunch of gatekeepers. I want to gatekeep for what? I, I, the Knicks don't have players that – listen, I love all the Knicks players. RJ Oilers. Guys, I know I be saying blasphemous shit about RJ Barrett and whatnot. The Knicks don't have a player or the Knicks don't have the recent success that warrants this many company men. They don't. Who's going to spend $400? Yo, I, yo, listen, I got, I got shorty, right? Beautiful and all, right? Me going into the wintertime. Y'all know the next season coming up. I'm not spending $700 to take a shorty to a Knicks game to watch Julius Randle front row. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. Who want to watch that? Who the fuck want to watch that? Who the fuck want to spend? Yo, imagine spending $800 on a playoff ticket to watch dudes shit the bed. I don't want to watch none of that. I'm still aggy about losing in the playoffs. I could only imagine. I could only imagine what type of '90s Knicks fan I would have been if I would have watched Charles Smith miss five straight layups under the rim. I could only imagine. Because Randall want to give me civil rights stats. I'm gonna remember that time. I'm about 50 years old. I never seen a player shoot 40 six percent from the field as a power forward. This ain't no. This ain't Kwame Brown. This ain't fucking uh, uh, Anthony Bennett. This ain't no draft bust we're talking about. We're talking about an NBA All-Star. I've never seen an NBA All-Star legit shit the bed like Randall. I, like, I've never seen that shit. He, what Randall did in these national playoffs, it's worse than what LeBron did in 2011. He looks spooked. He looks spooked. How do you want this man... As your lead dog next season, how? That's a recipe for not for success. You have to put these dudes in their correct roles if you want to win a championship. I think all NBA players should. I, I think all NBA players should look at a guy like Aaron Gordon. Look at Aaron Gordon. Look at Aaron. Aaron Gordon was a lead option. On the Orlando Magic, led the Orlando Magic in, in, in touches and, and points per. He was the op. The man goes to Denver, becomes a championship fourth option in his correct role, and wins a fucking ring. I'm starting to think Nick fans care about individual box scores instead of caring about the championships. I don't give a fuck if Brunson averaged 24, 4, and 6 in his first season as a New York Nick. How does that help us? That, that helped him. It didn't help the offense. The Knicks' offense was trash. Randall, 25-11-4. How does that help the Knicks in the grand scheme of things going into the playoffs? Mr. R.J. Barrett, 
I like the amount of shots you got. They was trying to force feed you at the beginning of last season. You played like Ruben Patterson. I'm going to need you to step that shit up too. Quentin Grimes, can he get more shots, bro? That Just the bare minimal. I can't even ask for no – I can't ask for the world for Quentin. Just get the man more shots. Get him some more shots. That is on Tibbs. A lot of dudes going to have to check their fucking egos at the door next season, man. I don't want to see Randall with a 29 usage rate. I don't want to see Randall averaging 25, 11, and 5 ever again for the New York Knicks. I don't want to see Randall ever averaging 20 and 10 for the New York Knicks ever again because it's not a winning formula. I don't need to see Jalen Brunson averaging 24, 4, and 6. I would like 20 and 10 for mine. You could give me 20 and 10, brother. R.J. Barrett, I need more than 20 points per game from you. You a third overall pick. I can't baby you no more. Can I get 23, 5, and 5? Or am I asking for too much from you, young man? 23, 5, and 5. That's all I, 23, 5, and 5. That means that Julius Randle scaled it all the way back next season. That means Quentin Grimes definitely got more touches this season. That means that R.J. is averaging at least 22 points per game next season. Quentin Grimes is averaging at least 15 points per game next season. And Jalen Brunson, he's around, he's not going to average 24. He's around 20, but he's definitely giving you 20 and 10 every night. That means Randall's averaging around 16 and 8. He needs his, he needs his role change. I don't need 20 and 10 from you no more. That only helps your pockets and your generational wealth for your family. That shit don't do nothing for me. With that said, Ari, what's up, man? My rant is done. Ari, what in the absolute fuck? All right. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you, bro. What's up? All right. What's up? Um, salute to you. Uh, I agree with pretty much 95% of what you said. Uh, shout out to the Rome. Philly, legendary space last night. I'm still laughing about that shit. That shit was fucking crazy. That was so fucking funny. Um, I'm going to get into the Westbrook shit because it, it, it's similar to Randall. But to answer your question about Quentin Grimes' ceiling, it's a lot higher than people really understand right now. And I feel like the reason people don't really comprehend how good this guy could be is because... They just focus on the offensive side of the ball. They're not really focusing on the total package. If, like, he locks up on defense as a fucking, what is it, second year or whatever, he's locked in on defense, guarding the best guys in the entire fucking world, okay, and doing a pretty damn good job of that at 23 years old in his second year in the league. If he just becomes a reliable three-point shooter, right? Like, if he's just decent, he's a starter on any NBA basketball team already. This is why Tibbs played him 48 fucking minutes in the playoffs. You know Tibbs ain't ain't playing young guys unless they think you can give him the best chance to win that game, right? If this guy ever develops, all right, an offensive game, okay, And listen, he's never going to be Jason Tatum probably, right? But if he develops any type of off-the-dribble offensive game and somehow becomes 
such a net positive to have on a basketball team, it's outrageous because he locks up on defense that much. Is that, you know, their best players, they're usually defensive liabilities to a certain standpoint. So, for example, the Knicks, Jalen Brunson, amazing offense. Like, their best offensive players are usually defensive liabilities. Jalen Brunson, um, Donovan Mitchell, fucking, especially guards, right? They're very, Damian Lillard, like, they can't D up, right? He could actually D up, like, for real, where he, he's not getting points that he would be getting. that he could play off because he could still play defense and he could still hit the three. But if you put him together and he develops an offensive part, right, you're talking about a guy who's like, who, who may, not, probably won't be, he'll never be number one score on a team. But if you're talking about building a championship team, having a score and having him as, there as well to play defense, you're talking about building out a team that, that, that really has a chance. Think of, like, Danny Green, for example, right? Now, athletic than Danny Green, um, has way more bounce, way, way, way quicker, and he probably has more of an offensive repertoire than Danny Green. But even Danny Green, you know, was an instrumental part of that team. That's what he is today, all right? He's already today better than Josh Hart. Today he's better than Josh Hart. That's why he probably got that. That's why he gets a lot of these crunch minutes now. He, today he's better. Okay, but if he develops and actually has an offensive game, forget about it. He could be an all-star for sure. He won't be the number one option, but think of, like, again, I'm not going to compare this guy to Scottie Pippen, but I'm saying Scottie Pippen was defense first, played off a ball-dominant guy, okay? And, um, you know, he wasn't able to shoot the three, but obviously it was a different era. But you're talking about a 3-and-D guy who could actually create his own offense. I don't know how many teams how many players there are in the NBA that are like that. Because if you could create your own offense and you're a shot creator, okay, and you have good offense, there's no way you're as good a defense as, as, as Quentin Grimes, unless you're Kawhi Leonard or something like that, right? So I think his ceiling, the, the combination, if you will, of, you know, shot creation off the bounce, playmaking with his defense – it, it could be a very interesting combination, is, is just what I'm saying. So I think he has a very high ceiling. And, um, and I'll, I'll get into the Westbrook shit later. All right. We, yo, recap. I heard Kawhi Leonard, and I just, I, like, everything else went out my other head, bro. I said besides <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, besides Kawhi Leonard, bro. All I'm right. not saying he's going to be that. I'm just saying how many guys, I'll ask you, State, how many NBA players – uh-huh. Okay, can lock up on defense uh-huh. the way he does. And in you know, theory, if he developed an offensive game, which he's shown the shades that he has the first step in quickness to do. Who he locked he up that. last season, man. Dude, he he guarded the best player mm-hmm. on every on, on 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 every team, the best players in the world at the age of twenty three years old. Uh-huh. And he shot and he kept them all underneath their their, their shooting percentages. And you could just see the way he makes it difficult on players, you can just see it. Obviously, good offense beats good defense, bro. But I'm just saying, he can really deal up this guy, bro. He's the best defender on the team by far on, on the perimeter. Um, so that's for sure. And I know quickly he's a good defender too, but 
Quentin Grimes is definitely a better defender quickly. But... <sighs> <laughs> he's just laughing. Yeah, I used to charge real quick, bro. Yeah, you do. Huh? Right there. I'm going right there for like 10 minutes. And now I'm going to take a walk. Yo, this Quentin Grimes shit, you know, Quentin Grimes. Yo, I don't understand. What Ari just said about Quentin Grimes is like me with, with, with R.J. Barrett, bro. <laughs> I don't know why this nigga He guards the other team's best play. Like, I don't know. Yo, yo, Brandon, what's good, buddy? Sure. Yeah, I'm good, man. I don't know what y'all see. Quentin Delakita, man. Now I'm in troll mode, man. Because he just made me in troll mode. But, um, yo, recap. What's up, man? The, the co-host. Um, the reason why I brought recap as a co-host. Now, from now on, I'm just sending three random people calls. The reason why is because um, I don't want to feel like a control control freak, um, even though I am a control freak. Um, I want everybody to, to eat as well. So I'm going to just do this randomly starting today. But recap, are you fucking ready to go, bro? All right, so then fuck you then. <laughs> Yo, Jay. <laughs> is you ready to go or not? Nah? All right, then fuck you then. Yo, Jay, what's up, man? Jay from Brooklyn, what's up, brody? How are you? Yo, yeah, I'm definitely from Brooklyn, but it's Jay from the East State. Stop playing. But, yo, what's good to the rules, man? Shout out to Recap. Shout out to Ari. We got Jack in here. Yo, next spaces, man. We heavy. But um, really quickly, I, I agree with all your points about Grimes, bro. I already, I kind of already touched on a lot of this. Me and D-Black specifically, you feel me? Like, we pretty high on Grimes, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had answered my question. I came up because I wanted to ask you, like, how many points per game do you think Grimes can can average? And you said about 15. I got him a little bit higher, brother. I ain't going to even lie. I, I think Grimes is, is – if his college career is any, um, you know, like, precursor to what his NBA career is going to be like, I expect a big jump in year three from, from Quentin Grimes. Um, it's crazy that you mentioned Josh Hart and Grimes in the same breath because – after his rookie season in, um, in Kansas, bro, he was looked at as a Josh Hart type. A lot of people was expecting him to come out the draft, and that was his player card. You feel me? So, like, I do agree with the fact that, you know, we, we bring in these guys and we give these other veteran guys opportunities that we probably should be giving the guys that we drafted. You feel me? But, like, I think Grimes is going to be okay. I personally got him at about 16 points per game. You feel me? I tried to say he was going to get up to 18, but, you know, I got I got laughed out of the, out of my old space with that one. You feel me? But I'm real high on Grimes. I think he has the um, the highest ceiling out of, out of the young core. You feel me? Just because I know his offensive game is crazy, bro. Like, he could get to the rim. He's a he's a combo guard. He he could he could play some point guard. He could go he he could defend one through three. You feel me? If you ask me, like that's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like in college, he played different roles. Like his his third year, his second year in Houston, he definitely played one through three offensively and defensively. I feel like if Tibbs wanted to really get in his bag, a versatile player like that is somebody he should look at first. You feel me? Because he's gonna be in his starting lineup. You already know what he gives you defensively. I think for you to unlock him is for is the offense. Yo, this Quentin Grimes shit, man. This Quentin Grimes got the highest ceiling bullshit. I don't know what Nick fit. Matter of fact, you know what? That's why I call him Quentin Delakina. 
I call him Quentin Milikina for various reasons. But the way how Jay loves Quentin Grimes is the way how I used to love Quentin Milikina. I mean, Frank Milikina. Like, I love it. Y'all talk. Yeah, this Grimes shit is just dog shit. Um, real, um, yo, yo, what's good, Jeremy? Oh, do you, yo, you know a Grimes you know Grime shot in the playoff? Do, like, from trust, the field. I know what he's From shot. the field. From the yeah. field? Field goal percentage? I think he shot. Thirty percent. I think he shot like thirty-five percent. Yeah, thirty percent. Thirty. Three zero. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> this is. He shot. Th- Jesus Christ! Grimes is. Oh, wait! I'm on break. <laughs> I'm to. You need help though. All right, all right. Um. Yeah, I'm on break, man. How you doing? I'm not doing no more work today. Fuck that. Yo, to my two co-hosts. I want to get to the two co-hosts. Um, recap, Billy, whoever want to go first, uh, shoot it. Um, recap, put your fucking hand down and just go. I don't understand why co-hosts put their hands up. I do it on purpose so people can see my white hand. I don't know why y'all do it. Um, but if recap and Billy not ready, Jeremy, what's up? Yo, what's up, Steve? How's it going, man? Uh, all right, so on the on the Quentin Milikina talks, this is my take. Ari, the way you talk about Barrett, Barrett fans and then the way you talk about Quentin Grimes given like, his production this far. And listen, I'm high on Grimes too, and I agree, like, you know, your argument... Bro, Quentin Grimes please defense, Yo, can I finish bro. my... Uh, yo, I let you give your take. Defense. Let me give my take. Let me give my take. All right, all right, Respect, enough, sir. Right. Come on. No, all right. <laughs> so, are you are you smoking? Yeah, yeah, I am. I can't do that shit anymore. Anyway, all right. So everyone everyone's rushing. You, you hear that? You hear that? What the fuck? Are yo, you smoking yo, on the highway? No, no. Yo, 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 Jay, what are you doing? I'm walking around. It's Manhattan, bro. It's Manhattan. Jesus, this kid from the suburbs, man. Jack, you don't know. You don't know what it's like, man. You're a suburban kid. Bro, yo, I feel like I haven't been in Manhattan. Like, yo, yo, Jack. Yo, I swear to God, I'm not even here to talk. Thank you, I'm not even here to talk, Knicks. I'm just being Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse. I'm Dalton. I'm just being a bouncer today. I'm not even talking, Knicks. Jack, shut your New Jersey. I can't turn left, have an ass up, and let Ari get hit by the motherfucking cabs and goddamn get this fucking tape. I'm not doing this shit today. I'm just up here being a bouncer. I'm not talking, Knicks. Fuck the Knicks. Go ahead, Jeremy. Yo, shout out, Bill. Yo, before I continue, shout out to Billy, Recap State, Ari, Jack, Jay from Easton, Y, all you guys. Love you guys, man. Uh, shout out to everyone in the room. All right. So here's the thing. Here's what Ari's wrong about. So here's what Ari's right about. The defense is big. Uh, Grimes does show a lot of potential. Offensively, he's he's you know, a good athlete. <clears throat> he has certain skills. And, like, you can definitely see him flashing at times, right? Um, and defensively, like, playing the two, like, it's a huge advantage if you have the semblance of an offensive game. I get that part of the argument. The, this is where I push back. That's the, what that really is, that, that's an argument for him being a pretty good, you know, starting piece or rotational player. Like, I don't see, like, where the ceiling is, like, you know, him being, like, a star player. Like, he's going to – he could play on any team, man. Like he, that, 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 that's you know that's a given. 
But um, I don't know that he'll ever be able to like be a, a league creator or anything. In the NBA, in the playoffs, you really need guys who, who can score. And, uh, you know, he did so poorly offensively in the playoffs. And the worst part of it was he just looked sped up offensively. He looked like, you know, he just struggled a little bit. <clears throat> and then quickly, and he looked overwhelmed. And the mental part of the game, like not being there at this point, for me is more just, is, 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 you know, is, is more alarming because that's the thing that you really don't know if you can ever fix. Uh, and that's why, um, you know, you know, I, I, I don't know if his ceilings as high as are. Alright, I, I, I want to rebuttal mm-hmm. real quick. So, we didn't disagree on anything right there. So, I never said that he had a higher ceiling than RJ, just to clarify. We're talking about stealing, okay? We're not talking we're not talking about, um, you know, where they are necessary right now. Because the thing about Quentin Grimes is that I'm assuming that part of his ceiling is that he is able to become a shot creator. Okay? That's part of the reason. And the reason why I think that is because he was in high school. He was in college to a certain standpoint. And I see him. He's quick. He's The dude is quick. Like, you know, if he could develop some kind of offensive game with that defense – that's where I get his ceiling from. I'm not saying it's going to happen. The question is, what is his ceiling? That was the whole thing. Now, I do think he's better than R.J. Barrett today. I do think he is. Um, but that's just me. That's an opinion. But I see R.J. having a high ceiling, too, because he's bigger than Quentin Grimes. He's like three, four, three inches taller. He's heavier. He can play make, right? But he doesn't have the defense that Quentin Grimes has. So this is why it's an interesting debate. But I'm saying his ceiling is pr- is predicated on the fact that he does become a shot creator. Because how many shot creators do you know that can lock up like that, play All defense right. like that? All right. I, this is where I have to push back. So on the RJ Barrett defense argument, I agree. Like during the regular season last season, it wasn't very good. But during the playoffs, it was very good. And his last three years, it's been you know very good. So again, what's the like? <clears throat> How is he a bad defender? He had a bad regular season last year. That's it. I didn't say he was a good defender. I just said that he doesn't play defense like Quentin Grimes. It's just a fact. No, that's, he that's true. He's the best player. And it's not even well, close. he has in, he so has in previous years. He guards the bigger wins. Yeah, but he, he's, he's – listen, dude. We all have eyes. Like, we know who's a good defender. Like, we know who's a better No, defender. I agree. It's, I agree. It's not even – it's not even a question. But he's not as big as RJ. So that's why I'm – again, I'm not comparing the two of them. I'm just saying, I'm saying if Quentin Grimes reaches the ceiling, it's assuming that he has some kind of shot creation in him, some kind of offensive game, which he's shown in college and in high school. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, Ari. I love I, I love fans like Ari. I met Ari in person, too. Ari's a great fucking guy. With that said, Ari, I don't know what you see in Quentin Milikina. I've watched ball for 23 years. I don't see it. I don't see the shot creation. I don't see the the pizzazz. I don't see I, I don't I know. See Listen, it's it, 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 uh, did, did you see, see Quentin Grimes? Did you see Quentin Grimes in Houston State? No. I'm be honest about that. No, okay. I did not. And, see. and 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 I watched like my, I see what I saw what Ari saw and I see what Ari sees. In college, Quentin Grimes can can he he can he's he's he got mad faster footwork. He can take a guy off the dribble, but he just not he's just not featured in the offense at all. Now he's going into year three. And like he said, the defense is already fucking dead. He starts 
purely because he's the the best on ball defender on the team. That's why he starts. I hear I hear uh, what's his name say all the time that he didn't earn his starting job. Um, smooth shot to smooth. He didn't. He, always, he didn't so. Well, who uh, did did Evan Fournier earn it? Evan Fournier, yo, he got, co- yo. Let's not do reason, this. Only reason let's he was starting because he gets paid more. That's why. Uh, MSG politics is undefeated. Come on now. No, it's not the politics. It's just he can he can guard the ball. He can play on ball D. Now, if he's it's featured in the offense and he starts shooting, because he does have a shot. If he's consistent and if he's in rhythm, yeah, we know he shot thirty percent in the playoffs. But shit, everybody on the team down there shot thirty percent in the fucking playoffs. It, nobody was good in the playoffs except Brunson and RJ. Yo, State, State, bad. my brother, my brother, State. Quick I love Grimes has, Yo, Grimes, Grimes I, okay. I, I'm sorry, recap. I don't see it with Grimes. Like I don't, brother. I'll tell you why you don't see brother, it, if you brother. He's he's okay, bro. He's he's not he's not ass. No, so I don't see it defensively. Like whoa, 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 whoa! All right, hold up, stay. All right, all right, all right, hold up, stay. I'm gonna let you get away with a couple of things here today, but I'm not gonna let you take away the defense that Quentin Grimes gives you. That's the basic purpose. What are we talking about? No, no, stay. No, you're not doing this, brother. You're not going to do this shit, stay. Don't do this shit, bro. Like every single game last year on the best defender on the team that he could guard, he was usually the person on that person. And I'm not saying he was an elite defender in terms of stopping everybody. If you're looking for world stoppers, a state, nobody on the Knicks a world stopper. Nobody's stopping somebody completely. There ain't no Tony Allen on the fucking Knicks, okay? If you're looking for Tony Allen, Quentin Grimes ain't never going to be him. Okay, that's not what he's there for. He's a three and D guy. That's what he's supposed to be. But I think this ceiling question, right? For me personally, I can't really answer it correctly because I think you can help me with this. Have we seen everything Quentin Grimes can do? No, no. So I think it's hard to judge a ceiling when we haven't been able even to see what this man could do with a little bit more running opportunity. Same as RJ Barrett. Say again. What, what, I said what, same what, what, as R.J. Barrett, bro. Yo, stay. Get, 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 get. Yo, 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 yo. Stay. Like, what the fuck was that? Yo, I don't, I don't. Matter of fact, I'm going to let Billy control the mute button. Because if, if I do it, I'm going to really get a bad attitude. And I've been in a good mood all day today. I don't know who the fuck P is. You got to fucking wait your turn. You in a state space. This not a Charlotte space. This not a Sean space. You know, we don't do that here. No, we, we do that here. We talk about ass here. We talk about Knicks here. We talk about girls here. We talk about why the fuck, politics. I don't give a shit. Whatever's on my mind. But you need to wait. Now, y'all can continue. <laughs> y'all love Steve, bro. No, we haven't seen, we haven't seen it all from, um, from, right. from Grimes. Not coming yeah. in year three, no. And I think the same thing could be said a little bit of RJ. But the thing is, RJ Barrett doesn't get the same treatment. And this is not a com- comparison of Grimes and RJ. I'm just saying the reason RJ doesn't get the same treatment because he's been in the league longer. So even though he's younger or young in terms of age, he's still always going to be looked at as the elder statement in New York because he's been there for so long. He won't get the same type of you know leeway as a Grimes would. So I think that's always going to be there. But if we can't. We can't sit here and take away from what Quentin Grimes actually is. The ceiling, we don't know. But what we do know that he is, 
is a three and D type of guy. Now, obviously, you want his numbers to improve a little bit. In the playoffs, he was a ghost. I think for the regular season, he shot 38% from three. I'd love to see that closer to 40%. That'd be great for him, especially because he's in the corner so much. So that makes sense for me. His defense was good. Can it get better? Absolutely. But he's not the only person that needs to get better defensively if we're really calling it like spade to spade. His defense was some of the best defense the Knicks even had, right behind Emmanuel quickly, right there. Those two. <laughs> what so, the I mean, what are we doing here, brother? Like, you can't. Are you so. Every. So, do you. Do I got to pull up the fucking stats of and, how and much. How so the NBA Universal. Like, what determines. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Recap. Recap. I told you. I'm not talking real bad. I may. I, I said, I started this space and I said, I, I'm in a good mood. I don't give a fuck about your numbers. Uh, I don't give a fuck about your cat. Uh, uh, you could have said you should have got me yesterday, not today. What you because mean? Got every you number yesterday. you throw at me, I'm gonna throw right back at you. First of all, you couldn't have a conversation yesterday, brother. Violence, you were fucking arguing me about Kawhi and KD for for two hours yesterday. What are you talking about that you didn't have? I should have came to you yesterday. You conveniently <laughs> had a conversation about something else yesterday. What are we doing, State? You got State. Don't do that to Quentin Grimes, brother. Call him Quentin Latino all you want to, but give him the flowers, brother. Give him his props, bro. Yo, I just want to let me be an asshole, man. Come on. You man. can be an asshole. I'm not saying not to, but give the young boy his stats. He's a Nick after all. You a Nick fan. I know you hate some of the players, but at the end of the day, if another fucking fan base shit on him, I guarantee you bring up 17 stats to defend him. Yo, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I would, didn't though. I would. I swear to God I would. But y'all Nick fans, so I'm allowed to shit on him the way I want to shit on him because he lost me money. I That's didn't know it. He... When oh, you lose man. me money, I feel some type of way about you. When Paul George got outplayed by Donovan Mitchell, when Paul George was in his ninth NBA season, ninth, tenth NBA season, he was disqualified from the superstar talk then. Who's his teammate? Who was his coach? Oh, my God, bro. Who was his teammate? Who was his teammate? Russell Westbrook. Who was his coach? Who was his coach? Who was his coach, State? I rest my case. I have that nightmares in my head from that fucking... His, his coach was Scott Brooks. And Scott oh, Bethesda. Lord, yeah. The most winning is nothing hey, coach you know in the what? fucking we're world. Get the fuck gonna, out of here with that shit. We're not going to do it. The violence was last night. I'm sorry. The violence was last So Scott night. Brooks not better than Ted? That's not the conversation. Don't do that. Look what you did again. You see Scott, what you Scott, do? Scott, Scott Brooks did go to a final. That's nasty, State. Don't do that shit. I'll take any Brooks over fucking Ted. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with y'all. Now, who's the next person? You can go to the next person. Shout out to Quentin Grimes, though. I'm just, I'm just being objective and I'm just being an asshole. So um, you can't say you're being objective that. when uh, you say that you're not uh, talking basketball, bro. I think it's either Jack or I think it's Jack. What up, y'all? Let me lower this shit because my mom had this channel on and now it's loud. I'm the only one home. So whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Jack sounds grown. He getting older. Jack came from Miami, man. That's Jack, why. Jack, you was Jack, you, 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 yo, Jack, man. You starting to use condoms yet, man? Make sure you carry some condoms. You hear me? Don't be going out here just shooting up the clubs and all that, man. Make sure you always wear protection, right? 
protect your mentals, protect your your your, your heart, your emotions, and I and I also want you to have a a great work ethic. You better not be lazy, you motherfucker, because you be up here in these spaces. You better make sure your homework is done. You better make sure you study and make sure you pick a, a, a college major that you actually love to do. My pop sent me to college and he had me doing business administration. You think I want to fucking do business administration? Fuck business administration. I wanted to do sports therapy. Luckily, I started this podcast there, so now I feel a little better. My pops had to make up for that. But Jack, what's, what's good, King? How are you? Before I start, I'm going to college for broadcasting, sports broadcasting. That's what I really want to do because it's like you don't just like announce games. You like do what Stephen A. Smith does, all the other yada yada bullshit. But I'll tell you this about the Knicks. I think Grimes is a high ceiling. I'm in between what like I'm closer to like it's like what most of y'all points are, like 60% most of you and like 40% state. I think Grimes could be a good player. He's solid in college. I don't think he's like this – guy like a star guy his ceiling like a star guy how you guys are calling it like on a different team maybe he could reach that but on here I don't think he's reaching that at all because I think Grimes ceiling is Allen Houston with a little bit worse offense like a tiny bit worse offense and more defense but that's just my ceiling on him hey Jack 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 you say he doesn't have a star ceiling but you say he can reach Allen Houston a little worse offense though I meant like worse offense like like not Walmart, but like, also like, just a worse offense ability. Like, you know what? I don't know if y'all don't know what I'm trying. You're to saying mean. a like, bootleg three, version of him? Yeah, three quarters of like three quarters of Allen Houston's offense out of four quarters, maybe like two and a half quarters out of that. Like, I'm gonna say three quarters of Allen Houston's offense with a little bit better defense. That's a little bit better. Point. A lot yeah. a bit better, I think, bro. Allen Houston was a turnstile on defense; couldn't yeah. guard anybody. But I think Grimes is a good defender. I don't think him and RJ really work together. Again, talking about Mitch, Mitchell Robinson ceiling, that's the take that we don't really like talk about here. I don't think Mitch is going to get that much better. But I think easily, like, I just seen people been like, I was talking to a friend today. He says DeMarcus Cousins right now is better than Mitchell Robinson. I was just, that was just a horrendous take. But, yeah, that's just my take. Um, I just got back from Miami. Doing mad shit. Um, just got off work today, and now, yeah, that's just my take on Quentin Grimes. I think people are stretching it a little too much, but I still think, like, I'm it's I'm not acting like state here saying that Grimes is not going to be some good player. I think I'd be happy, even though this is not a ceiling, if he's Danny Green, because if or not like or like a KCP, I'd be happy because current KCP is a really good player. He guards the best defenders. Well, KCP with the low bar defense. He shoots the three really well. I would actually be happy with that. Don't cr- don't cry, though. What's wrong with that? I like KCP. It's not bad. But I like the Danny Green one myself, honestly. But, KCP you know. and Danny Green are my, like, 2014. That's, in my opinion, that's the best version of Danny Green. 2014, 2015, Danny Green. Jay, don't wave at me. Why, why wouldn't you be mad? You know, right, Danny Green would have won. You know, he would have won the NBA Finals if the Spurs would have pulled that off. He would have won Finals MVP that year. Yeah, exactly. He if they won in 2013, that was his yeah. best year. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm with you, Jack. I'm, I'm with you when you're right, little guy. You done came back from Miami, guy. Why, why did you? Why, why did you say little guy like that? Really? I'm, 40, I'm 46 and he's 15. He's a motherfucking little guy. So you gotta adjust your voice when you say it. 
He adjusted his voice when he came up to this motherfucker. What are you talking about? So you gotta I match energies with energy, huh? <laughs> so you gotta match energies with energies. <laughs> oh, you talking about why I adjusted my voice? Oh, yeah, I, I had smoke because I'm smoking a cigar, and I think I had smoke. Uh, okay. uh, shit, at the same time, I'm sorry. Shit, my bad. Shut up, recap. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's cool, Jack. That's cool, Mitchell Robinson. Man, I don't even. I got a question for everybody that, that's on speaker though. How do we determine a person's ceiling? You got to put them in the right role. But, but I, also th- I also think it's the ability, Billy. I think it, I think it's based off of not only the minutes that you get, the position that you're in, and you know, obviously, your coaches is, is a big part of that as well too, because you have to be put in positions where you can exceed as well and excel. So, I mean, you could. So, I, I, this is the thing I want to say about Mitchell Robinson. Actually, great uh, way to kind of segue to it. For me, Mitchell Robinson is is the closest on the team for the Knicks to his ceiling because I don't defensively he's only going to get so much better and unfortunately offensively I don't think he's ever going to show you more than what we've seen he can do all the fucking threes he wants to do in the damn gym it don't mean shit to me until I see it in play and I've been watching the same fucking gym videos on repeat for the last three years I don't need to see no more fucking gym videos if you're not going to fucking do it in game then work on some other shit in practice that you actually going to use Cause I want to see fucking shooting threes, and then I'm not gonna fucking see one shot of a three during the season. It'll make no sense. I don't, what do you think about that, Billy? Yeah, it's like Rudy Gobert shooting the threes. I don't want to see that shit. But is is his kind of fucking is this kind of center his style of center ex- getting extinct from the league? Hey, Kevin, mute, mute your mic for me, Kevin. All right, once like, I don't know. Like his style, like his style is is it like the style of center that Mitchell Robinson is? Is it getting extinct? Like it's like a running back in the league, you know what I'm saying? It's not being a pre it's not it's not needed as much as it used to be. A defensive only center cannot be your your primary center because you're always gonna have one of the other ends completely gone. He'll give you everything on defense, and yeah, you can clean up the glass. Great rebounder, and you definitely need that. But you also need somebody who defenses can collapse on. It can't be five versus four when they get into, like, half-court sequences because fucking Mitchell Robinson's only going to be in the paint because he can't stretch anything past that. So it's going to be harder for anybody that you have penetrating into the paint. You have to have a five that has an offensive-minded game. If he Can doesn't, I say this one thing about Mitch? Sorry, recap. Can I say this one thing about Mitch? Remember in 2020 where he used to shoot those, like, little tiny jump shots? Those baby hooks, you mean? Those baby shots? Yeah, but it's in a one hand. No, baby jumpers. No, the baby jumpers. I feel like there was a couple games I watched. The games I watched in 2020, he used to always at least once or twice a game shoot those little baby jumpers. He never, he hasn't shot it since then. But I think there's a reason for that. It wasn't a high quality shot. It didn't work. And that's what was good. It didn't really work. It It was really not effective for him to do that. So, like, he needed to clean up the glass and kind of jump to that. That's kind of, he did what worked for him. And I think to Billy's point, a center like him can only work on certain teams. Like Thibodeau can use him, but I think that if he was in Minnesota, they would probably find a way to use him. But he wouldn't be the Mitchell Robinson we know now. Yeah, he wouldn't be because the thing is, he wouldn't be utilized in the same way. Thibodeau likes those type of classic centers that don't do a lot of offense, but can clean up the glass and give you D. So if he he goes for that primarily, Billy, you know. Well, like matchup wise, you know, styles make fights. So against Cleveland, Mitchell Robinson was everything we needed against Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? When we played Miami, he was 
non-existent because the matchup, it just wasn't a good matchup for his style of play at, at, at the five position. So I think we need somebody coming. Like Hardenstein is okay, but he's not really going to stretch because everybody knows he's not offensively aggressive. So, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to count. So if we get somebody on the bench or go small, like everybody wants us to do in certain in certain positions, Tibbs get out his own fucking way. And I, I, I would like to see us do that shit. But I don't know. We'll see, man. Uh, I think it's D-Black. Is it D-Black and P? I think it's D-Black. Well, I, P had his hand up for a while as well, too. I thought P was before D-Black. I thought it was yeah, I, I, I would, I'm asking. I'm, I'm not sure who. I think it's P, D-Black, and Kev, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. Yeah, P, if you want to go ahead, man, you can meet your Yo, mic. First and, uh, of all, I'd, I'd like to apologize for my uh, my outburst. I'm uh, I'm having a very very difficult. Oh, day. you was that guy. You was the guy. I apologize. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I appreciate the apology. Go I, ahead, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be me if it wasn't to, you know, because that that was that was the height of disrespect. It was just because I was getting a bit frustrated, and um, because I love RJ Barrett. Um, and actually, before I continue, I just want to say. To state, if you're listening, I fucking love your takes. I love your everything you post. I find you very entertaining. And uh, hey, well, thank God he's working right now. Oh fuck, he heard you. Oh no, he heard you. Okay, that's embarrassing. I'm, I'm like Stan uh, uh, right no. now. I'm Stan from Eminem. Uh, but no, I was gonna say. What was I gonna say? I, I what did I want to comment on? There was something I wanted to comment on like 20 minutes ago, and I forget now. But um, I suppose what one thing that I find. I know we're not necessarily speaking about like. I know that real quick, Pete. Yo, hey, for- I'm gonna tell you something. That that's um. First of all, I appreciate you. Second of all, my first podcast co-host was Australian. Third of all, the second most uh, I look at the analytics. The second most people that listen to my podcast is from Australia. So I appreciate you, Pete. Keep going. Pre- uh, thank you, Steve. Um. Uh, what was I saying now? Oh yeah, so I know we're not necessarily speaking about uh, comparing RJ and Quentin Grimes. That's just sort of how it's been over the last few minutes. But um, one thing I find really crazy about that is like Quentin Grimes is literally older than RJ Barrett, and I don't know who necessarily said it, but um, yeah, obviously RJ's been in the league what another year or two years than Quentin Grimes. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say it's I want to say two years, but um, I just think it's mad that like. You know, we, we have these conversations about, about Quentin Grimes and his ceiling and all this. And then simultaneously bashing on, on RJ Barrett, who is plays a similar position to Quentin Grimes, as someone pointed out, is a, what? At least how, how much taller than him? He, well, well, uh, RJ is what? Six foot seven, is he? Six foot seven? Two inches, two inches, three inches. Six taller. six. Grimes is six four, six five. Yeah, but the rumored is that he got he got a little bit taller. Okay, he got taller, man. Get to six seven. Man, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. gets taller. I feel like everyone. I've been gets saying taller. that for like three That's summers. Like, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, the point that my only point is, and this is sort of linking to Quentin Grimes' uh, ceiling, but not really at the same rate. I just think that like the conversations that I see on Twitter uh, surrounding like Grimes and RJ, it's almost like it's almost like it's fucking chalk and cheese. Like, these lads are literally the same age, all right? RJ Barrett is a bona fide 20-point-per-game scorer. I don't give a fuck if, if his efficiency was is shit. Like, that's that's who he is. Like, his efficiency is shit because of the way Tom Thibodeau works him in the system. You know what I mean? Like, that. that was, every time I watch Knicks games, I just get so frustrated when I watch RJ, and he's just left there as fucking Randall... And Brunson, and credit to Brunson. I love Brunson. He's a great guy. Fucking, you know what I mean? He's the reason we, whatever, be Cleveland, really. But, well, him and RJ. But um, I just fucking hate when I just see him. Like, in many ways, 
he is I know he plays whatever double the minutes that uh, Quentin Grimes does but he has the same problem in the sense that he's not getting linked in the offense but I just think that the conversations and I'm going to finish my point now because I'm going on a ramble the, the conversations around Grimes annoys me because I see that same like there's not the same fucking respect for RJ and I and I, I know it's like bringing it's just that particularly annoys me and that's the only thing I really wanted to say and maybe I haven't vocalised it properly but yeah uh, thanks to everyone for listening to my little sort of not halfway point appreciate the space here and everyone so thanks lads follow peace TikTok by the way yo appreciate you Pete man that was a that was a good take, brother. I, I actually want to help you, uh, hear something from you, go regarding uh, Quentin Grimes, man. Absolutely. So, so Quentin Grimes, for me, right? I'm not, I don't like to compare the two players, like I said before. I think the reason R.J. Barrett gets the hate that you don't like is because, again, even though he's younger, he's been in the league longer. And it's always going to play back to how long you've been in the league versus how old you are. That's why he doesn't get the same type of, you know. Also, he was the third pick instead of the 25th pick. The expectations are yep. completely different. Yep. That's another yeah, thing as well, too. You can't ignore pedigree. can't ignore pedigree. What's up, Jeremy? I knew you were going to come up here when R.J. Barrett was being talking nah, about. No, it's because I never heard P speak before. <laughs> and he made some good points. I saw you giving up hundreds Listen, and we, everything. We need, we need, we need, we we need more, more outspoken Ronists, man. Jeremy, I was gonna say, I, I also, you know what? I'm just gonna shout out everyone now. I really like Jeremy's stuff as well. Ari as well. I find you very entertaining. Uh, and yeah, sorry, I'm just doing a little sort of uh, sucking everyone off, but yeah, appreciate you guys. I appreciate, appreciate you, man. Good fucking take, bro. Good fucking take, man. Uh, how? Hey, where are you currently right now, P? And how long have you been a Knicks fan, bro? I'm currently residing in Dublin City, which is uh, arguably the greatest city in Europe. Uh, nice. In Ireland, of course. Um, I've been a Knicks fan since uh, lockdown 2020, which is sort of it's interesting because, you know, there was the bubble and everything. Obviously, the Knicks weren't in the bubble. And I remember the reason I became a Knicks fan is because I was watching the bubble and I was like, hang on a second. Like, where the fuck is the New York? Because obviously I knew the New York Knicks. Like, my dad had been in New York in the 90s. He had, you know, he sort of half followed them. We have a bit, bit of paraphernalia around the house. Um, and I started thinking, I was actually thinking as I was watching the bubble with my cousin, I was like, man, where the fuck are the Knicks? And then obviously I started getting a bit more into it, looking into how fucking shite we are. And I just, I don't know, there's just something about, I actually think New York and like Knicks and Knicks sports is actually quite similar to Irish sports in the sense that like, it's kind of a, a slow burner, disappointment. Uh, but there's sort of a kind of camaraderie and fun around it all. And yeah, I don't know, I just sort of related to that so much. And um, obviously then I started, I was, also watching a lot of highlights at the time. My boy Star J R J. Watch watching a lot of. Uh, I, I knew him from Duke as well, so I kind of. I, I also liked R J. And R J was a reason why I sort of supported the Knicks as well. But uh, yeah, so to make a long story short, that's that's how. Yeah, that's dope, bro. Hey, come back anytime, man. Uh, speak on the on these Knicks spaces anytime, bro. And that, that that's dope story, man. And great fucking take as well. Yo, Pete, you just yourself man. a follow, brother. That was a great take, brother. Thanks, great man. Take. Let me follow you back too. All right, back to our regularly scheduled program, you raggedy fucking Knicks fans. Uh, who's next? Um, I think it's D right now, D Black. Yeah, D and Kev. What's up, everybody? What's up to the room? Um, as far as Grimes goes, I just want to say um, go back and look at what he did in college and then look at what his role is on the Knicks. It's completely, completely different. So 
if we're gonna like, you know, give certain people a pass for things. Wait, at Houston or at Kansas? Either one. They were com- they were he was more they were of a focal point at Houston. He was more of a focal point. Yeah, Houston. He was more of a focal point. Yeah, but he wasn't just like you know a three and D guy. Like his defense didn't get better until he got into the NBA. His defense is good because of Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson puts that dog in everybody who goes through his program, no matter where he's at. That's just the kind of guy. He's like almost a like Bob Huggins. How, how Deuce is like Bob Huggins. You know what I'm saying? State, I don't know where you at, brother, but we're losing connection and shit. But um, yeah. So that you know that's where he gets his shit from. But he was more, especially that Final Four team. He was he was like an all around guy on both sides of the fucking court in Houston. Yeah, I just don't think that I just don't think that he's exactly in the right role in the Knicks offense right now to reach his ceiling. It's kind of like, sort of like the OB situation, not 100% exactly the same, but, you know, like just that they're not really using him to his 100% strengths, I guess you can say. That's that's what I would say about Grimes. That's why he should come off the bench, in my opinion, brother, because that's where he'll be able to do exactly where he needs to do. He can't do it anywhere else. He can't do it with the starters. Never, ever be able to get a chance with Jalen, Julius, and RJ. It's impossible. Yeah, I don't know. He comes off the it. bench. He comes off the bench. He'll, he'll get. He'll be able to get that IQ treatment. Yeah. He'll be able to do a lot yeah, he'll more. He'll be able to get more shots. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely, and do a little bit more of what we what we like to see and what we've seen him do in other places where he's allowed to play his own game. Guys, they. I don't like that statement. Which one? I, I made a couple of them. Which one don't you like? All of them? I don't or like just one? The Grimes can't be or reach his ceiling next to RJ, Brunson, and Randall. He can't. And you know he, he can, bro. He can. If you look he at can't, brother. There's one basketball his state. Highest, look at his, mm-hmm. his, his high scoring games. Mm-hmm. A lot of them guys weren't even on the floor. Mm-hmm. Look at his usage rate. Look at his usage rate in the offense. Mm hmm. And, and who's the coach? And he gets used way more as a defender during that starting lineup than an offensive uh, performer because his defense is, is needed more with all of those uh, offensive uh, players. You got Brunson, uh, Randall, and RJ. All of them know how to shot create and get their own Matter shot. Fact, let, so why do you need another person doing that? You need more defense. Let brother. me flip it this way. Do you think he gets okay. less shots because it's Brunson, RJ, and Randall? Or do you think he get less shots yes. because it's Tibbs and Tibbs' system? It might be a little bit of both, bro. I would say. <laughs> yeah. Because Thibodeau don't know how to use anybody offensively, so it's on Thibs automatically for that. And number two, when you don't have an offensive system to run and you have two ball-dominant players in Jalen and Randall, mm-hmm. and then you have R.J. Barrett who needs the ball in his hand to be mm-hmm. aggressive, where can Quentin Grimes showcase what he can do when you have all of those players who need the so, ball so in their hand? Let me flip the question this way then, right? Cause I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep fighting back against that. Why you keep flipping my damn question? I answer your no, question. No, no, no your let question? him, let, let him, let him go, let him go, let so, him go. Go ahead. If Ever Spolstra was the Nick head coach, would Quentin Grimes get more shots? It's a different topic. No, no, yes, it's, it's a matter maybe, of maybe a little bit more. But you know what, State? Even if he got a little bit more, it wouldn't matter because I still think when you have those three. If Spolter was forced to coach those three, he would have to make those three a priority over Grimes I as well too. Over in a start, 
in a starting unit, absolutely. Now, I'm not saying he wouldn't get more touches within the offense. He probably would. But it would still not be significant enough. I think what you're thinking is that he could work with these guys. He can't work with Randall, bro. If Randall was off of the team, then there will be more shot opportunities for everybody. But Randall is a bit, one of the biggest ISO players on the team right next to Jalen. You can't have two of those guys on the team and expect everybody to eat on offense. It's just not going to work. It's impossible. It's the same reason why OG wanted, wants more of an offensive role. He's playing with Pascal. He played with Fred Van Fleet. I mean, I know Fred is on a different team now, but you got Pascal, Fred Van Fleet, um, OG, um, Scotty Barnes, you Scotty. know, he's not he's not a yep. high option on the offense. And who's the and who's the best on ball defender out of all them guys you just named? OG. It's OG. So, Grimes is in the same same exact situation. So I think I think I think y'all talking a bunch of poppycock malarkey. Um I think it's rubbish. Um if you put any other coach in that same said situation, I think that said coach will have Randall. RJ and Brunson playing a different way. I think it's the coach. I don't think it's the players. For example, when Randall calls for the ball for an ISO, I don't think that's Randall anymore. When Brunson gets an ISO, I don't think that's Brunson anymore. FIBA tell, is telling me all I need to know about the New York Knicks head coach. FIBA. If, if, you can't do that, man. Stay, stay. I can tell that, that right support, now, brother. The supporting cast makes you play. I don't give a fuck about a supporting cast. That's the fuck you do. That's the fuck you do. You said you're not talking basketball. Are you? Are you trying to get me angry? Is that what you trying? I just want to know because I don't want to get angry for no damn fucking reason. Are you? Are you trolling me? Is it the do the point guard make the supporting cast or the point supporting cast make the point guard? The whole time FIBA been going on, y'all, a lot of y'all been saying, man, look how Grimes is passing in his system. It's because he's giving the guys as mean he's more confident in. Because he has a better fucking I disagree with cast. That. You know the fucking shot. I disagree with no, that. You just said this shit a day ago, bro. What? Said what? No, I said a day ago that company men is using the excuse that Jalen Brunson is passing the ball more in FIBA because he has more talent around him. I disagree with that. Brunson is passing more because he's in a different system, a.k.a. Steve Kerr, who uh, wants his players to move the fucking ball. I think it's Tibbs. It's not a, a player issue. That is still – but my point, it doesn't take away from the, the fact that even if you had Eric Spolster as the coach and then he told Randall, hey, fucking pass the ball to an open Quentin Grimes in the corner, think right? think he would? Even if that's the case? No, hold on. No, no. I agree he would. But here's the thing. My point's still there. Quentin Grimes in the fucking corner is a waste of his talent. He shouldn't be in the fucking corner. He should, he should be, be doing more with his game. He should be moving without the ball. Yeah, he's a yeah, cutter, bro. He doesn't without the ball. You got to look at how he was cutting. Like, if you looked at that one. He was moving without they, the ball his whole, the whole if, time. If, 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 and then fucking became a corner bitch with if him. If you looked at that one tape that me and Jay looked at from college, you could see how much he was cutting. And you could have you maybe beat that Miami zone defense a little bit better. It's no, it's no, uh, for example, in the finals, when Miami ran that zone on Denver, you know, <laughs> Mike Malone say, oh, yeah, let's put Jokic in the middle, plop his ass right near the free throw line, and let's have everybody make an off-ball action moves. 
Jokic destroyed that fucking zone. Jamal Murray destroyed that zone because it was always somebody cutting to the basket and it was always somebody flashing to the free throw line. Tempido has a system where his players stand still and they have their hands on their fucking knees. I blame Tibbs. I don't blame Randall. I don't if, disagree. What are you gonna have? What are you gonna? What are you gonna have? Mitchell? You gonna have Mitchell Robinson do what Joker does? It's no, no. You can have Randall do what Jokic does. You can have Randall out of your fucking mind. No fucking way in hell is Randall doing Joker no, no, no. shit. That, I don't give a that, fuck how close the average is. No, no, let me put no way. No, there's no context. Take Randall out. That's <laughs> no, the no, fucking context. Me... You ain't getting Randall to this shit. No, no he's talking about playing. He's talking about playing small. He's talking about playing small and put Randall under five. You ain't fucking doing this. You fucking had two fuck-ups already. Oh, no. You fucking said you wouldn't trade Randall Big Ass for Embiid MVP ass. All right, I was and wrong about now, that. Recap, recap, recap. Don't yell today. Don't yell today. I'm don't upset, baby. No, 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 no. They took the bait. You took the fucking bait. Don't no, yell today. Bait. He's serious. Don't this isn't yell. me. No, this ain't don't, don't yell today. The more you yell, the more f- it's spinach. I'm, Popeye, I'm just saying, bro. Randall in don't the middle. Yell. Of the- spinach to no, 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 bro. no. <laughs> Randall not in the fucking middle. What the fuck are we doing here? See, see, see. You don't took the bait. Go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, what's up, brother? I appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate the the time. I'm 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 a lifelong Knicks fan out here in San Francisco Bay Area. Super passionate, man. I'm a little nervous right now, I'll be quite honest. I got so much on my mind. Love this team. Got so much to say about pretty much every single player on the team. But as far as QG is concerned, I think his ceiling is really high, and uh, I think a lot of us who watch all the games know this. Uh, player comp? Can I get a player comp, brother? Oh, man, that's really tough. He's re- I mean, I would like to say Allen Houston. Oh, come on. Or maybe Cap, like, Cap, give me somebody else. But bro. I know it's not. It's not. Allen Houston's a superstar. He's an all-time Nick, right? Is Quinton ever going to be that? Cap, you think Allen Houston is an all-time Nick? Of course, he took us to the finals, my man. Yo, he's, he's, he's a legend in my head. mind. <laughs> Go ahead, Allen Houston. Allen Houston's a legend in my mind. He's he's my favorite player from the late nineties and the post Ewing era. But neither here nor there, man. He's he, I agree with most of the takes here that his ceiling is predicated on a the system and b his own work ethic and development and what he decides to prove on the court. We all know he has one of the fastest first steps on the team, but he needs to show that he needs to show a little bit more and take it upon himself in game to do a little bit more. We need to see the pull up jumper. We need to see, you know, just more of that. He gets a little panicky, perhaps when he's uh, when he takes it to the hoop. Um, but yeah, man, outside of that, I think his ceiling is very high, but he's kind of stuck in a system where we've got two ball dominant players, maybe three. And it's really hard for him to flourish in that system. So he has to kind of earn it himself, a la Emmanuel Quickly, who who, who Tibbs gives a lot of trust to with the second team. So I, I kind of almost agree with, yeah, take him off the bench, but what are you, who are you going to start at the two if you take him off, if you uh, take him out of the starting lineup? Um, I'm high on Grimes, but, you know, we have, that's the problem with the Knicks. We have a glut of talent at like the six foot five to six foot eight level. There's just too many people right there that, that need the ball. Um, Man, man, I like him. I think we all like him. We we know he's he's. We need him to be good for the Knicks to be good. 
need to be more consistent shooting and all that, but that's up to him. And I think, you know, if he can just kind of be a little bit more selfish and try and show more of what he can do, that can force Tibbs' hand. Uh, whether Tibbs decides to, to to roll with what he sees, we don't know because you know how Tibbs is, right? But, yeah, man, uh, as far as Mitchell Robinson's ceiling is, I think we, we've seen it, that he – this is this is who he is, and that's great. I'm cool with that. He's he's a fantastic center. I'm I'm cool with rolling him as our center, and right now and for, for as long as he's healthy, I think he's a great player. We don't need him to score. He can score off of lobs. He can score off of putbacks. He is an offensive threat in that sense. So we don't need that back back to the basket stuff or anything like that. And I think it's a good system for him. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for the time. A little nervous. Sorry, I'm kind of just like. Rambling, I'm just going off the cuff here. I like our team. I'm doing super good, optimistic about time, the Knicks. Bro. I'm, take, I'm, take very, time, bro. I'm very positive Knicks Twitter, man. I'm like, I love this team. I think we were underrated last year. We we showed the critics wrong. I think we're going to do it again this year. I think they got us at the 4-5 seed. I think we can compete for a top three seed. I think one of those top big three in the East is going to fall off. And I think we can, we can definitely steal that three seed. And we're going to make a lot of noise uh, staring at 50 wins. Man, I love this team. I'm just, you know. Yo, you're, Kev. You're, Damn, yo. Yo, Kev, I'm officially for you a company man. I'm That's a big-time company thing. man. Huge company man. But you know what? That's, oh, oh, that, oh, see, oh, see, as long as you, as long as you know. That, that's hey, only, hey, that's only I, now, I, I though, respect, man. You know, you know, how, many years, you know how many years that. I had to suffer through all the bullshit, all the Lenny Wilkins years? And all that fucking – I can't even name who the fuck was on our team, dude. That's how bad we were. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I really like this team. I like the makeup and the culture of this squad. It's just different. There's a different feel about this team. They all want to win. They're all competing against each other for playing time. There's just something a little different. Yeah, there are some mm, question marks, you know, but that's all right. Let's just ride with it. We never saw a fully healthy Randall in the playoffs. We never saw a fully healthy and surrounded Randall in the playoffs. Let's give him his chance. We've had one full year with this squad in the playoffs, and we weren't even 100%. You know how many years it takes to get to a championship? Give us two, three years of a healthy so Kev, squad, what do you, and then let's Kev, go. What do you say to me when I say to you that I don't count the COVID season? That was a fake year of basketball. Don't give a fuck. Tibbs failed the second season, and then in his third season, okay, cool. He got us 47 wins, got us Jalen Brunson. But I'm not satisfied with a second round defeat to Max Struess. What what do you say to me to make me feel better? Amen. I'm not satisfied either. We 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 could have beat the Heat, but we needed to lose that series, man. Like we had to because that's that's a lesson. You know, you can't just be why you can't just, why you can't, nobody's never said that to me. Why? Because Please. you can't just be given shit in life, man. You have to fucking go through your lumps, and we needed to learn that. You have to learn how to win a championship. You just got to go through it. So it's one of those things. Uh, I, if we played the Heat again. Right now, I guarantee you it'll be a better series for us. Guaranteed, of course. That's just the kind of squad we have, I believe, in this team. Take your time. Yeah, take your time, brother. Keep yeah, talking. Yeah. Keep talking. Yo, bro, you earn yourself I, more, more mic time, it. brother. Yeah, that's – I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just I, – listen, I appreciate the passion from State, from Ari on Twitter. I follow you guys. I actually like the negative Knicks Twitter because it brings me back down to earth. I see it. I'm, I like to see from every single angle. Dude, I fucking hate when this team loses, man. They piss me off all the time. I watch 82 games, every preseason game, every playoff game. I'm fucking, I'm nuts, man. That's just how it is. But 
dude, I really like this squad. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a RJ apologist. RJ Barrett is going to be our Derek Jeter. Fucking recappers, man. That's one of them. We're going to win two or three championships under this team. I mean, I'm just ready. I don't want him be. I'm, I'm just. Let's just roll with it. You know. I. Great. No, 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 if you don't want MB, I, I want to hear why he don't want MB. You don't mute that he's motherfucking go, man. He's going he's he go to get his chance. I Let just want to say a word. Go ahead, Kevin. Why you don't I, want MB, brother? I just gave you a follow. Go ahead. I just gave you a follow, too, and I definitely I don't be following nobody that just come up. Let me just tell you. I don't follow content creators and people at Nick's basis. I don't want Embiid because I know what it'll cost to give up to get him. Obviously, I want Joel Embiid on the Knicks, but it's going to gut our roster. We're going to be dealing with a guy who's in the perhaps twilight of his prime. Yes, he just won the MVP, but he's on the latter half of his MVP years because those shaky knees, man. I'm I'm just I'm not ready to give up, you know, five picks. RJ, Mitch, IQ, we're just going to be gutted. We're not going to be the same team. It's just it's just too much of a roll of the dice. Obviously, he's a superstar player, but it's uh, – I don't think you make that question. kind of move for that kind of player. What if there was a chance in another multiverse where – this is just me throwing shit at the wall. But what if in another multiverse you can acquire him while keeping RJ Randall and Quentin Grimes. Yeah, and I, I probably do it. I mean, we got to keep RJ Randall and and, and obviously Jalen. I don't want to give up any of the big three. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's it's kind yeah, of a problem. No the trade's gonna have to involve Mitchell Robinson for sure. You got to include one that you got to include RJ or Randall in you that deal. Give up bro. Randall you on that deal. Yeah. I know that's yeah. but the, you, you the, none of the trades make sense because they all to me they all come they all circle around Mitch to be honest because you're trading center yeah, for center. Mitch, Mitch does not come off the bench. He's a starting center in the league. He's a top 12 center in the league. Hey, 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 State, you know why I like him? Because he's, he's, he's an objective company, man. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I agree he's, with that. He's, he's, an objective, he's an objective company, man, bro. I like, hey, Kev, good shit, brother. Yeah, hey, I fuck hey, with you guys, Kev. man. Recap. Don't don't mute don't mute that motherfucker because he said he I wanted to say one thing. <laughs> you, you, made that, you made a seven minute thing, Billy. It was gonna be like ten nope. seconds, and you made fifty four seconds. You, the kids, you you came in the kitchen while Mama was cooking. Get the fuck out the kitchen. Hey, nobody. Fought. I was already in the kitchen. What the fuck you mean? So he said it. So he said MB. You threw a fucking you threw a goddamn temper tantrum and shit. What the, I didn't even I didn't even get the fucking say anything. You, anything. you didn't even let me throw a tantrum. Damn right I didn't. This ain't this ain't the violence. This ain't the violence tonight. We did violence. He knew it was coming. He knew we it was coming. We did violence last night. It was coming. Yo, yo, Billy, 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 fuck you, Billy. You, you asshole. That's okay. I'm okay. I've been, I've been called worse by better people, my brother. It's okay. I love when company men join me on a space. 
company men. We I, I need it. I need to listen to company men sometimes. It makes me it makes me grounded. I mean, it helps me. It helps keep me grounded. Also, it helps me get through my my job without cursing people out. Sometimes, you know, today I'm calm. You, you don't hear me. I'm not really cursing people out. You know, I'm talking good about Quentin Grimes. You know, I'm 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 giving you realistic. <laughs> I'm talking good about Quentin Grimes, man. Shut the yeah, fuck come up. on, brother. I've been fucking arguing with you since I got up here about Quentin Grimes. You ain't no, say one good thing about him. I mean, but, usually he Quentin Illaquina though. But so, that ass state, state, that ass. He did though. call him Quentin Grimes. He, he, he gave he gave a good him. objective company man take. He was objective. Yeah, Quentin, but, Quentin Grimes' ceiling is up to Quentin Grimes. That's how I see it. It's it's actually just up to him. Like he doesn't need to be a ball hog, but he needs to be a ball hog. Hey Kevin, I mean? Kevin, I got a question for you. What's up? Is who who has the highest ceiling? Quentin Grimes or RJ Barrett? RJ Barrett. Mm. State loves you again. No hesitation too. RJ Barrett's my favorite Nick. He's the reason I am a quote company man. When we drafted that guy, he's I mean that's when I just went all in on the team. I'm like, I like. Oh, this is great. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. RJ Barrett, RJ Barrett, senior, crying on draft day. I cried with the fam. I cried with the family. Let's fucking go. You know, Kevin, you know the Knicks don't feel that way, right? He's the first. Stay is a company man for your homie. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Stay, my- did you give? Did you give my follow, State? Yeah, Kev got a follow. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you knew he was getting a follow. Hey, yeah, Jeremy, I, hey, I I make, right? Jeremy just gave him a follow, too. I guarantee it. Dude, how, how do we – RJ Barrett's going to be – we're good. He's going to be fine, man. He's so fucking young. He's so fucking young. This team is so young. That's that's what people don't understand. Kev, the Knicks, Ohio, on Quentin Grimes, and RJ Barrett. Right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll yo, yo, I'm Kev. telling you facts. I'm not telling you something. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you something that's that's a fact. Yeah, I want to hear it from you, brother, because you are you a real big R.J. Barrett fan. He, you, quote, unquote, you're the reason you, he's the reason you company manning right now. So I want to know for next season, if R.J. Barrett has another slow start, does he get an excuse from you? I mean, no, dude, I, of course not. He doesn't. I'm I, I'm tired of the slow. I'm tired of the inconsistency all around. Dude. I'm sick and tired. Every every year it's the same shit, of course. But the reason it hurts is because I know how good he is and can be. You know, he he put he does he does a lot of bullshit out there sometimes. They all do, right? So, so, what's, so what's, Kev, what's what's RJ Barrett's ceiling, Kev? Man, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. Uh, Stan, quit throwing bait out there. Stop throwing bait out there. It's not bait. Like he's a new person. I want to know what's his ceiling. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let, let's get it. Why is this turning into an R.J. Barrett conversation? Why are we doing this? I don't want to talk about R.J. <laughs> Kevin is going to be a regular up here. He's always going to be in the crib with us. When they, once people... Come in the crib and stay pod. You you're forever in the crib. There's millions of people around the world who listen to our voices when I upload my podcast. So Kev is gonna get a lot of time this year to talk about RJ Barrett, right? Kev, matter of fact, Kev, please answer the RJ Barrett question and let's get back to Quentin Nilakina. I want to get back talking about my five point per game scorer in the playoffs. I want to get back to talking about Mitchell Robinson, my seven-point-per-game scorer in the playoffs. I want to talk about my young guys who will not be getting traded no time soon. There's no reason. There's no reason 
to trade RJ, Mitchell Robinson, Quentin Grimes, and to an extent, Emmanuel Quickly. I want a young core. I want, and also, matter of fact, I got to throw these two names in there because we don't speak about them enough. Jericho Sims and Deuce McBride. If you trade Mitch or Isaiah Hardenstein, you got a big. If you trade quickly, you got another guard. So I'm not, I, my young boys got to stay here, man. You traded Obi. I'm still hurt about Obi. The Obi topping trade, it, it, I cried about it the other night. It, it still hurts my heart. But let's, you ain't cry about Kev, that shit. Kev, I think RJ Barrett. <laughs> so, 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 Kev, my comparison to RJ was if he reached his ceiling, was Brandon Roy. Um, if he stays at, if he reaches his maximum ceiling, I got Brandon Roy um, on a regular ceiling. Um, Jalen Rose, but if he just stays this level of play, like what he's doing right now, which I don't think is possible, um, I think he's just going to be a, a good starter at um, the least. The least, I think he's going to be a good starter, but. What what's your comparison for RJ Barrett? Do you got a uh, in a comparison to a guy yeah. who played from 2000 to 2010? Yeah, I like the Jalen Rose comp. I've heard it before. I think that's probably I think that's his best comp. Um just because they're both lefties. Uh as far as like what he, what he can do statistically if he maxes out throughout his career, I think it could be a 23 point per game score, four-time All-Star. Uh on a different team, I think we'd see a little bit of different RJ. We see him when he has the ball in his hands. He has a great floor game when given a little bit of freedom and he's outside of his own head and he's uh, he's quick on his toes. We saw that in the playoffs. So, obviously, I think if he's given more freedom, he can do a lot more. I think that's just going to come with time. Uh, we'll see that next year. Hey, Kev, you've been in the Bay Area all your life? Pretty much. I grew up in White Plains, so I left there when I was like five years old. My first Knicks game, we're at, we're at the Garden. Uh, fell in love with the team in like in 92, you know, John Starks, Ewing, Oakley, when I was old enough to comprehend sports. And that's it, man. It's been it's been a lifer. Just been. Hey, shout out to White Plains. My daughter was born in White Plains. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I miss New York, man. I miss New York a lot. Got to go back to the Garden. Went last year for one game. Fucking amazing. Go back this year, too. How you feel about Tom Thibodeau, brother? I mean, he's he showed he could evolve a little bit last year, so I'll give him a little bit of rope for that. Uh, I feel like he has a ceiling, but who else is out there? Who are we going to get to coach the team anymore? We can't trade for a coach, so we just got to roll with it. I think, uh, I think the most important person for the Knicks next year is Tom Thibodeau. So he, ha- he has his hands full. We got a lot of talent on the team, a lot of, like, average to above average talent on the team. Let me rephrase that. So there's a lot of like B minus players on the team and that's kind of hard to juggle. And and what's the grade you would give the Knicks offseason moves this year? Uh this offseason. What's the grade you would give? Uh B. Nothing special. I'm cool with it. I, I'll give it I'll give it a, a good B though, because I didn't really want to see a big shake up anyway. I'm happy with Dante. What they do to get a B? Nothing. Like by not doing much, because I'm cool with that. I didn't want to see much. Cool with just okay. I I like that answer. I like. I I needed the clarification. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Sorry. Run it back. I like Dante a lot. I watched. I watched him play forty times out here. So, you know, he's a good player. He's gonna be. That's that. That's what I wanted in the off season was an upgrade in shooting, and he's a good enough upgrade in shooting that's gonna matter. 
And we got a chemistry player, too. Come on, Villanova. Let's go. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Dante <laughs> It's always we'll see, man, but I'm super hype on these guys, man. Yo, I think we're hype. super underrated. We can get oh, past the second round. We can super definitely underrated. get past the second oh, round. Goodness. We're, Yo, company, look at, we're always supposed to be last year, guys. We're supposed to be fucking a playing team. And now we're supposed to be a oh my god. Look look where they're putting. He's saying we were supposed to be. That's what I'm saying. These we're we're gonna be underrated again. They are not the only person who sees us is Perk. I love Perk. Brother Kev, brother, I'm a you you a first time client, so I'm gonna save you from the bait because you saw the chameleon in state. He hated you at first. You mentioned RJ, he loved you, but now he you back to you you Kevin MSG right now. I'm in the doghouse, man. It's no, 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 right. I'll, I'll, work, dog. I'll work my way back out. You're not in the doghouse, brother. We love you. Stay love. All star. Just wait till the all star break. We're gonna be about. Ooh. I don't know how many games it takes to get. Kev, we'll, we'll, we'll Kev don't disappear. Thirty-nine and twelve. Yo, careful, careful, Kevin. Comes here. Make sure you popping up after the post games. I'm in here, man. I'm, I appreciate the time. This I don't talk on these spaces. They're gonna be I'm running kinda, a lot of post. I kind of just lurk and listen. Billy going to be running a lot of post games. You get get familiar, so definitely come on. Yo, you will not. Yo, Stan, I'm keeping my stance on next regular season. I don't give a fuck about next regular season. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't care if Randall scores 80 points. I don't believe you. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay. You can't say that. Nigga, the yes. first RJ thirty point goddamn game. But but, but state, let me say this: I'm with you, state, on that. The regular season doesn't matter. It matters for seeding, but you, the playoffs is a different game, and that's yeah, exactly gonna why. Fucking enjoy the regular season. We can't. Yeah, we're gonna love the regular season. No, 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 the reason no, the, the reason I think cap after the game, the next day. They gonna bro, have his from no the New York Knicks pod and all his all his Knicks colors. I'm not. Stan, I'm telling you, I'm not. You're not going to get excited, state. Stan, uh, we have bro. to. We have to get excited. That's just how it is. We're fans. Yo, you oh know, we you say know it don't matter say, now. Know your but... personnel. Know your personnel. Oh my god. I know the personnel. I know the personnel. State. Oh, state definitely. He. You know what I mean? That's no. what I love about state. That's what everybody loves about state. Because you know you're gonna get this one day. Man, look. You're gonna get, you're gonna get oh, a little bit man. of everything. Man, look, it's here. like Nine, Thanksgiving plates. It's like the Thanksgiving plates. Yo, I think it's Thanksgiving. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Billy, 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 fuck you. <laughs> recap, fuck you. Listen, man, Kev, fuck you. You fucking company, man. Y'all fucking listen here, man. Listen very fucking clear, man. And I'm gonna say this once, and I'm not gonna repeat this ever again. I had to watch Alfred fucking Payton for two seasons, for two years of my life. I had to watch Kevin Durant. And his pussy ass go to the Golden State Warriors for two years and ruin the NBA. And I had to watch Frank Nilakina and Kevin Knox be drafted to my basketball team. I had to watch my team win 21 games to draft Julius Randle's backup only for him to be traded in a fucking salary cap dump. My team only got out the second round twice in 20 plus seasons. I didn't get a chance to enjoy the 1990 run with you, brother. I watched Carmelo Anthony have Quincy AC with Lou Olmanson in his front court. I'm not satisfied. 
I am I will not be respecting next regular season. The main reason why is not because of Randall, it's not because of the players, it's because of that goddamn Tom Thibodeau. He's a liar. He lied to me every season. He only cares about his regular season accolades. His playoff record is 31 and 41. He's the only coach in NBA history who has a record of 300 plus wins and has that playoff record that he has. He's overrated. He's a watered down Don Nelson. Matter of fact, he's a watered down Larry Brown. I don't care about him. He makes me not care about the regular season. I don't care if Randall has 30 straight double-doubles. I don't give a shit if Mitchell Robinson averages a double-double. I don't care if Quentin Grimes makes 203. I know I want these dudes to do these certain things. That's why I'm mentioning it. But my excitement, as far as me getting on a space with Stan in mid-November, and I got my pom-poms on because RJ had 30 and, and 10 assists, that is not happening. Not with this coach, because when we get in the regular playoffs and we get punched in the face again in the first and second round, all that shit goes out the window. So I don't care. Tibbs makes me not care. That's, I just have to respect that. He's a liar. I hate his face. He stinks. Can I, I ask like you a question, him. State? Can I ask you a question, then, State? Because you say you don't care, right? So I just want to ask you a question since you're not going to care. If the Knicks win 10 games straight next season, right, at any point in time, Let's say they're the hottest team in the league in the regular season. They won games, right? You don't give a fuck, right? Mm-mm. You're not going to have a space about it. You're not going to tweet about it. Nothing about it. It don't, it don't no, matter. I'm going to talk about it. Obviously, I'm going to talk about it. I'm For your podcast, podcast, you mean? But... Okay. So you're not going to have a space. But I'm saying you're going to have like a dedicated space to it? Am I going to dedicate a space to it? I mean, yeah. sure, why not? But I'm not going to be like, yeah, yo, we won. Ah, we got 10 games straight. Ah, because we, got, we, we might get punched by a bunch of undrafted players again in the playoffs. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about nine months from now when we in the playoff series and Thibodeau got to really coach. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about Randall's ankle. Will he even survive the season? Will, will no, Jimmy Brunson win, survive the season? After every win, will RJ survive the energy you're going to bring? That's the energy you're going to bring. But you know them undrafted, them, un, them undrafted players in the playoffs got had like the, the second most playoff experience in the league. Don't care. Like, Nigga, you sound like Kanye always bringing up. <laughs> you, you sound like Tip Kanye always experience. bringing up Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> who more oh, experienced? Who, who more experienced in basketball? Thibodeau or them? Thibodeau is more experienced than he's older than everybody on that basketball court. He should know where his players need to be. He should be putting his players in the best positions to succeed, and we should be watching a fun offense. Why am I not seeing Randall and Mitch run a four-five pick and roll? Because Tibbs is a dummy. He rather ISO. I'm not interested in the regular season. I don't give a fuck how many points the Knicks score. I don't give a fuck what records they break. I don't give a shit. I have my standards, but I, I really don't give a shit, bro. I, I don't care. Tibbs didn't, he didn't literally drink all of the regular season joy I've ever had these past three seasons. This is I'm going to treat this season like how I treated the Knicks season in 2015 when we had no first-round pick, and I knew we was tanking after that. That's how I'm going to treat this season. You, you know think this care. is a tanking season? Oh, my you, God. That season, I didn't care because I knew I'm the talking, so, so you're talking about your attitude then. You mean your attitude that season was you don't give a fuck and the same attitude you are going to have for this season. Yep. That's exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Just want to clarify. All right, cool. 
if the Knicks win fucking 10 games, I'm going to fucking celebrate on my roof. I'll tell you that right now. They oh, win 12 games, I'm going to celebrate again. If they fucking win 15 games, my boy's going to fucking crack like Billy's did. And if it fucking go up to fucking 17 games, well, guess what, man? I'm going to do a fucking happy dance on the street. Because well, you, know you know what? what? Regular season don't mean everything, but Knicks winning fucking basketball games regularly fucking matters to me, State. Because we, I don't fucking care. Because I've been fucking in the doldrums watching these motherfuckers lose consecutively and consistently. Stop yelling, recap. Stop yelling. Stop yelling, recap. You got the bait again, fool. My blood pressure. My blood pressure. They win 15 straight. They going to get punched in the first round or second round? Who can't? No, who in that first round? Why you got to do that, though? You don't, don't know that, Stan. On that, you don't. Who know. we losing to in the first round? Who we losing to? Don't know that, Stan. You don't uh, know. We, Stan, when no, Jalen Brunson is looking like the best Stan, player Stan, on the USA will, team, who uh, the fuck are we losing to? I'm gonna mention this USA shit. Hey, brother, I'm gonna say this. Milwaukee didn't think they were losing the first round either. This shit can happen. I'm not. And saying what happened? It, what happened? They lost in the first. They had they had the most wins uh, in the regular season. What happened? Stan, if you're going to acknowledge what can't happen, you got to acknowledge what can't happen. You got to acknowledge both. Okay, you well, it, it could fucking, it, it could hail it snow happen, in, in Texas. It doesn't it regularly not, happen. You know what I mean? Like, not, there's anomalies. Hey, gentlemen, not, let's, let's just, let me just say this. It's it's August right now. Let's let's just, let's just wait. Yeah, let's go, just Kevin. wait and see. It's August. We're going to go through the regular season. We're going to get excited. We're going to get sad, all that shit. You're going to get excited. We're gonna, I'm going to get excited. Uh, you're going to get excited, too, State. State, man. You're going to get excited, too, because you're going to – because Tiz is going to do something, and you're going to go, No, oh, you're not. Oh, no, shit. You're not. I didn't no, 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 no. I didn't Don, see, that. see, Kev, you go – your takes are so good, man. You go straight for so long, and then sometimes you go left a little bit. That Tibbs thing right there went left because ain't no way Tibbs is changing something. You played roulette with a revolver right there, bro. <laughs> yeah, you better yeah. stop that, brother. You, 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 were, you were good, brother. You were good. Have, and then you spit that you shit. Have, but I'm with you, State, on that it doesn't matter until the playoffs. But what are we going to do? What are we going to do? If you're on the West Coast, too, shit. Yeah, don't I'm be surprised you. if I DM your ass and be like, yo, we, we need you to run some spaces because it'd be late and shit. We'd be doing spaces at 1 o'clock in the morning. And sometimes don't nobody want to do that shit. State talking about he he ain't gonna be excited about no man. Kevin about me to run some spaces. Kevin about know. to run spaces. That's what's, gonna That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I love yeah. how you think that would stop. That was a great. That was a great, that was a great recruiting. Uh, that was great recruiting right there, Stan. Good, nice. good job. Yeah, I just got voluntold to do some spaces out in San Francisco. Voluntold, yo, yo, Kev, yo, you become my, you become one of my favorites on the spaces today, brother. Hey, that was guess a what? Line. Hey, if that motherfucker do a Nick space in the home of Golden State, it's it's a trick to it. Oh, and let me let me just do the one after the Warriors game. That's all I ask, just that one, because you know that's gonna be the good one. But yeah, man, oh, I'm with you. Well, the playoffs is the only thing that matters. I mean, I re- especially after last year, because I was super hype. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna fucking win the chip, all that. But when the playoffs hit, reality hit. We got we got spowed, and you know we needed that, man. So let's let's if we need that again, and if that means Tibbs is gone, then he'll be gone. You know, I think this is the hot seat year for him. If he if he you know if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't deliver in the playoffs. 
I don't. I, can, can, somebody answer this question for me. All the panel, right? If Tom Thibodeau gets the Knicks to the same exact spot they were last year, gone. is he in the hot seat? Gone. Yeah. I don't think he's gone. I think he's in the hot seat, though. Yo, word to my mother, Stan. Yo, Tibbs not fired. Yo. Johnny Bryant. Would you think he's fired, uh, State, if he gets them to, this, to the same exact spot as last year? Family. Would he, did he get fired? So. That's, I don't Yo. think that's realistic to, to, to think. Realistic, State. Realistically. Yo. Not what you want. Get he needs to go, bro. I'm no, no, no. I'm thinking. Bro. I know you want him to go. I'm asking you. Re- put your realistic state cap on, right? I think he'd right be quick. fired, though. Yeah, I think he'd be let go. If he got him to the same spot in the playoffs, no. Uh-huh. If he don't I get think, out, the I think he get another year, bro. I think he get another year. How the why the fuck is he getting another year, man? Because he got him back to the playoffs, nigga. Who cares, bro? That, I'm saying I give a year. fuck. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the Knicks gonna give a fuck, and they're gonna that's keep the, that's that type of shit. That's you know that what? That, that's predicated on how how well the Knicks do up until that point. So if we're like super hot during the regular season, we breeze through the first who round. Who cares if we super hot? No, in the regular no, I'm, I know but that his whether that'll that who will cares? affect the, no, that will affect the perception around whether no, he gets fired. Not. Yes, because the cares? expectations are going to be high. If we win 54 games next year, go four and one in round one, and then just die in round two, four two, it's going to look bad, man. Yo, yo, who cares, bro? Yo, Tom Thibodeau, who cares? Yo, if he don't get to the finals, he needs to go. Who cares? So Who his measurement so so his measurement for success next season has to get to the, the NBA finals. Man. The I NBA finals. So you yeah. want him to get to the NBA finals with Brunson, RJ, and Randall as his victory? Yep. So if you were a coach, could you get to the fucking finals with those yep. three? I can. With Brunson, Randall, mm-hmm. and Barrett, you mm-hmm. told All me this one trade who's the championship oh, number one option. Who's the championship nope. number one option on that team? Because the way I coach the team would be different. So, so the Knicks have enough talent to compete for a championship right now. It depends on how. It depends on how. No, 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 no. You don't get to walk back. No, 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 no. You just said if you was coaching the team, that they would if be there. Yo, you, did you just hear my narrative? I just said it depends on how Tibbs coach. So then, my again, my counter to that is: you believe, as currently constructed, the Knicks can compete for a chip? I said. Uh, so you didn't hear what I said. I didn't no, want no, trade. You I not hearing what I'm saying? You not hearing me? You not hearing I, me? I said I need one trade. So you still need a championship one option then, right? No, I, I don't even need what's, a championship what's the one trade? option if I'm the coach. I need a big wing. I just need one big wing. So if you get, let's say OG is your wing. Let's say you get him. Are you good? Who's who's in the trade? Probably IQ. I don't know. Let's say we got in the free agency, bro. I don't fucking know. We moved forty years, some other bullshit ass pieces to make it work, and we kept the core together. Let's say that happened, right? So we didn't really have to give up that many assets to get them. I don't know. We made it work somehow, and we kept a core together that you find can be something in the playoffs. Let's say it's Brunson. Ugh. I think Randall or RJ has to go in this if you sign OG because he's gonna want a lot of money. I- I'll just say Randall is. There. I'll say I think RJ is there. RJ Brunson, Mitch, Josh Hart. I can't and... win with that. I need. Look, listen, so you can't win with that. Listen, listen, listen. 
But you could compete for a chip with My starting five is Brunson, RJ, OG, Randall, Mitch, and I still got Josh Hart, Quentin Grimes, and Dante DiVincenzo. And Jer- you can't keep I all those God people. I win a chip with that. You can't keep all those people and sign God OG. I a- yes, I can. I you can't sign OG. OG don't. OG want money. What are we doing here? How much he wants he like 30 mil. Probably 30 million. Probably 30. 30. At least he said. You want 30? Yeah. I you, don't, you, don't, you, don't have to offer, you don't have to offer him an extension this year. Yeah, but he's going to have playoffs. He's going to walk if you don't do anything. It's, uh, it's wait, wait, he's, not, he's not talking about next year. He's talking about right now. You, if you but why would you trade for him right now if it's a temporary thing for next year? Why would you give up anything for him? Because we're the Knicks, bro. That's the that's the shit we don't do. give me that shit. I don't give a that's fuck about it. We do. Trading shit. Man, look, you don't don't ask me a question and fucking yell at me for the fucking. <laughs> <thing. laughs> that's the that's the evidence that we show. We do just because you trade for a motherfucker. Don't mean you have to extend him. But I think Leon's not gonna do that because he's not showing he's gonna do those stupid ass trades like that for those expiring deals for the stars. He also, he he also, to- has, he also hasn't shown you that he is gonna make a trade. But he's a, for because he's so fucking risk averse. Credit to my man fucking Rob for that. He's gonna do the thing that is less impactful to his assets and to the team that still allows him some flexibility. Therefore, therefore y'all have answered your question. If he does stuff that's less impactful, that doesn't make us a finals team right now. I'm asking state because state said if he was the coach, we would have enough to compete for a chip. And I'm just trying to figure out how. That's it. I'm just trying to wonder how. If I was I the coach, the talent right now to do it. If Amen. I was the coach, and my starting five was Mitch, Randall, OG, RJ, and Brunson, I would be able to win a chip this season. You're damn right, I can't. Because I will be coach. First of all, Randall will be playing a lot of five. He'll be playing at least sixty percent at the five. That's one. Two, OG and RJ will be sharing the court a lot. With Quentin Grimes, right? Three. Oh, I think that my team offense would be better. First of all, I'm having a lot of off-ball actions. We're not doing the Randall ISO bullshit. I'm 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 going to tell Randall to completely eliminate him standing at the free throw line calling for the ball. He got to eliminate that from his game. I, I need him to start spacing the floor and worrying about going to the rim, diving to the rim. That's what I need him to do. If he wants to facilitate, okay, you can run a four or five pick and roll with Mitchell Robinson or have RJ Barrett come up and screen for you. I'll be doing a lot of shit with this squad. And Randall would not be burnt out. RJ not gonna be burnt out by the end of the season. Right? I'm giving Jalen Brunson rest days. I'm giving man, I man, let me be the coach of the New York Knicks. I win a chip with these motherfuckers. I win a chip. I swear to God, I win a chip. Julius Randle wouldn't be doing that bullshit under my tutelage. His ass would be straight to the – you don't want to run back? Yo, get to the bench, man, with that bullshit, man. RJ back. oh, you want to take a dump? Yo, get to the fucking bench, man. I don't want to see you no more for the next quarter, man. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, Jalen Brunson, you want a ball hog? Yo, quickly get in there. Get your fucking small ass on the bench. You sit right here next to me and think about how to play point guard real quick. Right? Me – my office don't lose the locker room in two games. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? It'll be another fucking audio getting leaked to fucking Nick's face. Yeah. Can't be in coach. Can't coach. You ain't no fucking coach. 
right. You ain't no fucking coach. And we run an exclusive motion offense. We will be posting up Jalen Brunson a lot. I want to see Rand. Rand whoa, 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 yes. whoa. Yes. that shit? You said what for Jalen Brunson? I'm sorry, what? Excuse me. I like Jalen Brunson when he posts up. Is that a problem? You want Jalen Brunson posting up more than him doing his crafty footwork Brother, in the paint? I like him. With, I mean, that's what he do. He post up. I'm not saying he don't post up, but we talking. I'm not. He's not one of the best post. He's coaches. one of the best post up guards in the league. What are we talking about? He's like Martin. He, he probably that's is true. the boat. He probably is the that's best. True. Post up guard in the hands. I didn't hear guard stand relax. I heard fucking post up play and I almost lost my shit. But you said guard and I was like, all right, cool. I left it alone. Yeah, so because I was switching up. Why stand yelling at me, by the way? I'm the only one supposed to be fucking yelling over here. And then Billy's supposed to interrupt me and say, stop fucking yelling. You can't can't hear me. Billy, now's the time to tell him to stop yelling. You can't hear me because you yelling. I be <laughs> you got like a special microphone on these spaces. Your shit be like mad extra loud. Man. You know what it is? He 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 connected to the PC now that you you know. So he got Fuck that good. PC. He got that good Shut mic. He got that up, good man. mic on it. Just because you loud don't make you right. You don't have to yell all the time. Well, man. I think I think I'm a better coach than Tibbs. I think nope. Tibbs has the brain <laughs> of a house turtle. How you come out of left field and say that shit? I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. My house turtle is is, oh, is, is real smart with us. Speedy. Nah, nah, nah. I don't want to hear shit about your fucking turtle. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> give a fuck about your damn turtle. Fuck your turtle. I don't give a fuck about your turtle. I wanted to hear what fucking Stay had to say, and you interrupt them for fucking the turtle story. You mute, you mute Stan, and said you want to hear him about a fucking. Wait, I don't want to hear about a fucking turtle ass story. This ain't Squirtle. Another thing, too, recap. I would be telling Mitchell Robinson, if you don't shoot one three per game, I'm benching. Oh shit! I need you to Stay. shoot one. No, no, minimum. Stay. So you fucking got you fell for the practice videos too, huh? Who me? What, wait, 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 what we need to be seeing is Tom Thibodeau having practice videos in front of a fucking laptop telling us what kind of offensive plays he's gonna run. Recap, next. you asked for this shit. That's what the fuck you, told, I need. you, you, you muted Stan and told him to keep going. So you, <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna go ahead. I thought he was gonna go to the same shit for this shit, you asked for this shit. That's why I'm just playing bouncer today, bro. You know what? It's better than hearing the fucking Squirtle story. I'll tell you that. So, go ahead. I'd rather, I'd rather talk about Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook than hear about Mitchell Robinson. See? No See what you're story. doing? See what you... That's you right there. <laughs> Billy, that's you. I didn't forget that, Billy. All right. Violence. I'd rather hear yeah. violence. I, I don't want to hear about Mitchell Robinson. You said this wasn't the violence space. Man, so you want to turn it into the bro, violence. So, only the violence just space turn this shit it. into fucking Mitchell Robinson shooting threes. I'd rather talk about any fucking thing than talk about mental What you mean? What the fuck Yo. you mean? Thank you. Now you I could mean? be now now I could be disrespectful and I could say Jokic is a better all time player than Patrick Ewing. Now if you want violence and you want to get on my nerves, we could do it. If you want Don't violence, mean. we could do it. What do you want me? You want me to argue that? You want me to argue that you, shit? Wait, argue what? You want me to argue that Jokic is let, better? Let than Hartenstein be better take than the threes at, at the end. Argue what? We got a guy in Nick Spaces that said Hardenstein can get traded for a first round pick. That's violence. I don't who said that? Crack. Wait, wait, who said that? Oh, I know who said that, that, but I'm not saying it. <laughs> yeah, wait, who, well, who said that though? Who yeah, said that Hardenstein can go for a first? Go do your research. 
Go do your research now. That's man, violent, man. Just, man. just say that it was Chris. It's all good. You say Go it was Chris. Yeah. Go it, was, it was Chris, our, our cap it's guy. The, and the and for, for what he was saying, he said that if he improved. No, 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 no. Don't right? clean that shit up. Don't clean that That's shit up. That's what he it said. He, that was bull. He Don't said if he improves, he's 24 years old, right? No, no, no. no he, he didn't say 24. No, he improved. He said he's a he said he's a he's a top he said 10. If he improves. He's one of the he best young centers. He did not say that shit, Stan. He, he did so. He, he did so. I remember listening. Oh, he, to said you, he said he's one of the best young centers in this fucking league right now, and he can go for a first round pick. He didn't say shit about if he improves none of that shit. That's exactly what the fuck he said. Stop that Joe Biden shit you on right now, man. Stop, stop telling the people lies. You telling the people lies. This motherfucker said Isaiah Hartenstein. Listen, I'm voting for Cornell West. I'm voting for Cornell West. So that's Yo, fuck who y'all going for? We're doomed. He ain't gonna win, but that fuck your turtles, Stan. Oh, I didn't do that. That was you went back to the fucking turtle. Everybody that was nasty. That was nasty. This is like I had my my turtle for like five years, bro. Now that's I found her on the side of the found her on the side of the house. I just told this motherfucker not to say. I just did it as a he joke. Was the size God damn it. Yo, how are you, voodoo? Matter of fact, voodoo. Stan, I'm on your, matter of fact, fuck recap. Stan, I'm on his side because <laughs> I'm an animal lover. I'm an animal lover. Fuck recap and yo mute, right? Because I got I, I had a cat. I grew up with a cat, right? So I'm gonna try to relate to Stan real quick. I don't want to stay. I don't want Stan to feel like he by himself. I got. I you have that. a cat that walks around your apartment. Leave me the you fuck got a fucking turtle. And let me tell you about my cat. I had to buy a different Before. tank for my for my turtle every time. Can she I tell gets you about bigger. my cat first, bro? Then fuck you can tell me about the turtle. All right, thank you. So my cat, the corn, my the mom's bought us a cat, male cat named Maxwell. It's the first pet I I ever had. So I used to be scared to go to the bathroom at night because I was about eight years old because it always used to fucking attack me. I don't know fucking know why. He always used to fucking attack me. But during the day, he was very cool. And I used to love I used to love this cat. And my moms used to say all the time that cats bring good luck to the house. So that's the reason why I always love cats. And right now in my mom's crib, she has a house turtle. So that's why I always compare Tibbs' brain to a house turtle. Cause when I go to my mom's house and my nephew is fucking annoying me, I just look at the the, the tank and I see the turtle. Turtle staring at me. I'm staring at him. And um, I think you want to ask me for lettuce, but, you know, turtles can't speak. Um, Thibodeau has the brain of a house turtle. He just reminds me of a house turtle. I just don't know what to call him yet because I tried to call Thibodeau. <laughs> I tried to call him certain names, but, you know, you, you know, uh, uh, Charlotte always want to be the party pooper. She always want to party pooper. Oh, I'm emotional. It's no, you can't say that. It's offensive. So I can't. I can't call Thibodeau certainly. And, um, I, I call Thibodeau the Penguin from Batman. Oh no, I got something worse than that. I got. I got some. I, listen, Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibodeau's the Penguin from Batman trying to take down no, Gotham. Thibodeau's a dictator. Thibodeau's a guy. If you tell him no or something that he wants you to do, you will never see the court again. Um, 
Thibodeau is a dictator. I, I don't like Thibodeau, man. I, don't, I just don't like what he does. It'd be crazy if Thibodeau turns it around and really wins a championship next season, and then people like me, Ari, and Jay, I have to sit here and hear it from Nick fans. I wouldn't even care, because I'd be fucking company man in it up with y'all. So I wouldn't even care if Nick fan like, try to at me for smoke. But that would be crazy if he did some shit like that. And we could have did it last year. The motherfucking Julius Randle didn't play like a fucking hoe. Can't believe he played like that. And then Thibodeau just left him out there to die. Like, he didn't even help him out. Thibodeau just kept doing the same shit over and over and over and over. Like, the shit was going to work. Sometimes you got to switch it up. And that's a big, is- a big issue that I have with Tom Thibodeau. Um, right now, Ari. What's up? Anything on your brain? Now I'm just freestyling. Like now I just don't give a fuck about the Knicks. I, I whatever's on my brain. Um, but what's up though, Abby? So I'm a couple of couple of glasses of wine deep right now. So I'm. I'm what you drinking, Ari? What you drinking? I'm drinking a Malbec. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on my I'm on my uh, wines by Moselle for ten percent off. Hashtag talks, boys. All right. Um, hey. Hey. Say? Um, I mean, listen, the, the, the Quentin Grimes thing is, and I wanted to say this before, I know I've been off the thing. I'm still, I'm still actually working, but, um, it's the eye test, man. It's the eye test. I see the guy attack closeouts. He's got a little pep to his step. Um, you know, he got a good shuffle. He shuffles his feet well. And that's where I think the ceiling comes in. That's where I feel like his ceiling comes in. He's way quicker than RJ. He's not as strong as RJ. He's not as big as RJ. And the ultimate thing, and because I don't really have much to say, because I said most of it already before. I think he, I, 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 I'm the thing about RJ is that his mentals is strong. He's a resilient guy. Um, so mentally, he could. I don't know if he could process information like quickly enough in in, in tight situations like that, but. He's a resilient guy. Like he could, he could play like shit and bounce back, and he and he has the utmost confidence in his own game. Um, it's a rational confidence, but he's not going to shy away from the moment, and he's going to always attack it. That is a concern of mine of Quentin Grimes because he comes across as a very nice guy, a very docile guy, a very beta type personality, if you will. And I feel like if he had a little bit of that, like, let that, like, you know dog in him type you know extroverted like kind of mentality i think he would do I, th- I think i think he'd be more likely to actually reach his potential because we know that quick we know that um chib's not going to put him in that position to really exceed excel he has to pull it quickly and basically take the reins by himself and make it happen himself outside of what tibbs wants to do um same with rj he doesn't you know he he doesn't defer a lot. Like he 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 brings his he imposes his will on the game. That's what I mean. He needs to impose his will on the game, and I don't know if Quentin Grimes has that in him mentally. But his shooting, granted, I know he shot bad in the playoffs. I could take a seven game stretch of any play, any player and 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 uh, fuck with the numbers like that. But his jumper, his mechanics are good. Um, he's gone through, he's, he's had moments where he was on fire at, at parts of the season where he was making a bunch of shots in a row. If he could develop the first step and, and, and do something offensively, I think, uh, 
I think he has a high ceiling, but it's going to come down to the mental aspect of things with him. I feel like I think he needs to really take like he needs to be proactive with his career. He can't just rely on Tibbs to fucking do it for him. But that that's the take. Thank you, State. Yo, anytime. Is I don't see it with Grimes. I, I I'm trying to see this high ceiling player that everybody else sees. I just don't see it. Maybe I'm just so blinded by Tibbs hate. Maybe because I'm blinded because I had to watch Evan Fournier steal all of his minutes. Um, but it's cool. I got a challenge for Quentin Grimes since Nick fans, you know, want to boost them up so much. I would like for him to make an all-defensive team next season and make 200 threes. Is that possible? I need Nick fans to find me the last time a person who made the all-defensive team made 200 threes. Because that's the definition of a 3 and D player, right? That's the definition of a guy who can space the floor, who can also lock down your other team's best offensive player, while being 6'4", by the way, a.k.a. undersized. Oh, I would love that for Quinn Grimes, man. I think Quinn Grimes, his ceiling, it depends on him, really, honestly. Um, I would like for him to be, become more selfish. I would like Randall to be less selfish next season, and I would like for Grimes to be more selfish. I would also like R.J. Barrett to become more selfish at certain points of the game, especially towards the end of games. Um, I think R.J. Barrett and Jalen Brunson should never pass the ball under three minutes in a basketball game for the New York Knicks. Why? Why? I think your answer is going to be Clay Thompson as far as um, all defensive Excuse me? In three. Excuse me? You asked the question. Excuse I was, me? You, I was answering it. Stan? Stand I didn't by. say that he was going to do it. I'm just saying. Yo, stand, stand, that's the answer. I'm not saying he's Clay. I'm just saying you stay, ask what. Stan, I got to I got to go with you, man. If if there's what one the? if there's a dream player that I want on the Knicks, it's Clay Thompson. That's it. No, nah, you don't want that bad. You don't want nah, that. He, he, he Clay, Clay no more. Clay's not Clay no more, man. Uh, Clay don't got to be Clay no more. He he's still he a have top to. talent and he's still top he's still a top defender. He could be our three point five option, a, a third or fourth. He's not an all defense that's player I mean. no more. That's what I mean. Clay's not. He's not a top defender no more, bro. He's not. He's, nah, nah, he's, he's not, not an all not. defense. He's one player. of the best shooters in the league. He's not he, an all like, defense he, player. He's the best nah, shooter in the league. You know, Clay in not a top system. defender no more because he's not a, he's, he's not a top defender. And knee and, and Achilles is a wrap. He can't even. Yeah, this would be such a fucking next thing to do. He's one of the best shooters in the league, and the one thing that this team really needs, like really needs, is shooting. Like that, no, we, maybe that... we got enough shooting, brother. No, nah, we definitely need to shoot it. No, nah, we, we couldn't hit him. Shoot, we couldn't hit him. That's why these guys don't pass, pass the ball. Right? We, we couldn't hit anybody. shit. That's why we lost. We couldn't hit threes. We hit threes, we win those games. That That's called needing shooting. Yeah, we absolutely would have beat the Miami Heat. We had shot after shot after shot just no, missed. I, I think they Blank. needed another season of development. Meaning like... I... That too. That definitely, too. definitely, definitely. But as far as I mean, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry, obviously those, you know, those three players are the first three players on, on a team that hit two hundred threes. Like if we could get some, if we could get two players, 
that that get two hundred threes. Now you're talking about a, a championship team. Now you're yeah, talking about bro. a championship team. I don't know if that can happen, <laughs> but that's a championship team. If you can somehow get Dante and Grimes uh-huh. to hit two hundred threes, Dante ain't hitting no two hundred threes, man. I don't think he's gonna see enough minutes. I don't think he's gonna see enough minutes to, to do that. Uh, to be honest, no, he ain't. So get the fuck out of here with that. He 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 might get like seventy five. He might get like seventy five. He need to get a hundred. He getting paid fifty plus million dollars. You don't think I got? Listen, man, I got so many narratives going next season, man. That that I got the you know I got the OB narrative in the back pocket. I'm gonna always have the OB narrative. Oh, always. OG, you got the bike today? Yo, dr- yo, drive home safe, OG. OG got the fucking yo. He got some fucking motorcycle shit. His shit got like shit got one wheel in the front with two wheels. That shit crazy, yo. I told him definitely be safe. Uh, Alex Alex Collins just passed it with the fucking bike accident. Yeah. Hey, yo. peace out, gentlemen. I appreciate talking with y'all. I'll, I'll catch you guys next time. Let's go next. Yo, anytime, brother. <laughs> Pleasure, Kev. Pleasure, yeah, Kev. Yeah, peace. Yo, you gotta be careful with that shit, man. That's a fact. I'm looking at this shit right now. That shit is so fire. I definitely want one, but I'm too scared. I'm scared. Yeah, you ain't gonna catch me on no bike. I'm, it ain't I'm, got I'm no protection too. around you. I think that's what it yeah, really yeah. is. Like, I like to, I, I like to feel safe, secure, protected. That is. Some like, people like, like to feel free, man. I think that's the other oh. part of it. You know, man. If I want to feel free, I'll just drive without my seatbelt on for like locally. Or some shit like that. That's the most free I'm gonna do. I ain't the doing fuck nothing. Is that? I ain't doing nothing past that. I was thinking about the Knicks as far as this whole. He rolling up right now. That's that's, that's 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 the that, that was the roll up pause. And there. I don't want to sound like a company man, but sometimes I just gotta tell the truth. I feel like I have to tell the truth right now. Yeah. Business is business, right? Like we, we business is business. If I if I loan you a Owa Sour, can you please give me my bread by next week, bro? And then you promise me that, and then you don't give me my bread by next week. Now you, you your word is your bo- your word is your bond. Man, that shit Anybody better be going on in a day. Base, all I got is my word and my balls. You go back on your word. How can I believe anything else you say? So I'm looking at Stay, the whole you, you, you giving people a, a, a week? You giving I'm people a week? And I'm thinking I'll about give you an old sour, I need to see if you the next do day. good business. Might have to say yeah. Might have to. I don't see. And Wait a second. You speaking so about James Harden for the Knicks? They don't complain about management <laughs> like how we do. Cap just I complain about management all the time. They don't complain about them. They love those guys. They don't shit on them. They say it's a family environment. They say a lot. And the one thing about Leon Rose that I notice is he's, all the players, it feels like family. Like the Nick players, they feel like family. These dudes, they 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 do shit together. That's the that's the sign of a good culture, right? But also, Leon Rose, I guess he does good business. Um, I know he got Cam Reddish. Right? The, 
the coach now I don't want my president of basketball operations being a dick face coming downstairs and telling my coach who to play, how to play him, when to play him, why to play him. He got us Redditch. He got us the young wing. He did his part with that. Thibodeau said, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. I got my fucking rotation. Fuck off. Now, a good businessman, you allow your coach to coach. You can't be a part of it. Now, if it was state, I would have fired this fucking ass. You stupid asshole. Why the fuck you not? But it's not state. It's, it's, it's Leon Rose. So, he don't play Reddish. Still wins. He, he, he's still, you know, losing. You know, treading water. We get Josh Hart. He trades Cam Reddish to Portland to get a fresh start. Right? Sends him where, where, where Clutch wanted their client to go. Then, Reddish leaves Portland, and now he's on the Lakers. He did, he did Reddish a good job. Because I wanted Reddish That's to good the business. Lakers anyway. That's good wanted business. Reddish with LeBron. Fucking Stan, I can't hear you, bro. You're going to have to go back down and come back up. Right? No, nah, I was saying that's good business. How can you can hear you, brother? Go down, bro. That's doing good business. I can respect that. Right? Now, as far as the Nerlens, the Wells, and the and the and the and the, the, the bad contracts and all that stupid shit, right? There's people like me and Ari. We complain. How the fuck you didn't draft in the past two years? You dumb bastards. But when you look at Philly and the way they've been drafting, compounded with the fact that, you know, yo, 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 be safe, man. Drive home safe, OG. So Philly, and you see how they move, right, and how they management move, and you looking at the Knicks and you seeing how the Knicks move, like, shit, that makes me appreciate Leon Rose a little more. You notice I haven't bumped them since James Harden said what the fuck he said. Because I got to show some respect. Now, he got to finish doing good business. He, he re-signed R.J. Barrett. That's doing good business. He told Utah, fuck you. I'm not giving up the house. Something that Ari agreed with. I didn't agree with that. I was giving up the house. Absolutely was giving up the house. I just wasn't trading R.J. Barrett for Donovan. Leon Rose said, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Leon Rose is standing on his pivot. He's not over He's not overtrading. He's not selling the farm. He's not doing the extra. He's standing on his morals. But he's doing good business behind the scenes. Promised Josh Hart some bread. Paid Josh Hart his money. Actually, overpaid Josh Hart probably. But he's doing good business. You gotta resign Josh Hart. That was never my issue. My issue wasn't resigning him. I wanted the motherfucker back. My issue was, goddamn, you just you showing everybody love. What the fuck? But when you do good business, good things come to you down the road. It's just a lot of people like me are becoming impatient with the fucking title drop. I actually want to see the Knicks in the finals for once. I've never. I can't remember. I don't remember a lot of shit when I was nine years old. So how the fuck am I going to remember Allen Houston and Spreewell on the fucking finals run in 1999? The one memory I got clear, and RIP to everybody, one memory is 
when I was 11 years old. When I could smell the smoke and the soot in the air all the way from downtown. I used to go to PS fucking, what's that? PS, I used to go to PS 206. PS 206 is all 120th and Pleasant. And my pops came to get me from, from PS 206. I, I was 11 years old. And we walking, and we on 115th and 5th. And I'm like, yo, dad, why I smell like smoke? It's like, oh, the tower fell. I remember that day perfectly. I don't remember when the Knicks got to the fucking final. I remember Antonio McDice busting his knee up in preseason. Antonio McDice in NBA Live used to be a 90 overall. He came to the Knicks. The man went to a negative 50. My memories of the Knicks is not with winning. Like, I have no association with winning. Even with Carmelo Anthony, we had one great season. And even in that great season, you knew it wasn't going to last long. Most of the fucking core was above 35 years old. So now, we got a great chance. Right now. Damn, it's crazy in Manhattan. We got a great chance right now to... If the Knicks could just get me another big wing, just get just get me any tall wing. I don't even care where the guy comes from. Just get me somebody tall. You could get me somebody tall who can hit the three at a high clip. We good to go. Not as we, not as how we're currently constructed. I think the way we're currently constructed. I think we're going to start off the season slow, and then we're going to get hot. Because starting off the season slow will probably prompt the Knicks to make a trade, which is something I want them to do. You don't, I want them to give me a star by all means. But to make the roster make sense to me, I just need one big win. Just one tall win. Now, Quinn Grimes could fill in that. Stay you in the matrix, bro. If he could, if, if this is my, I don't think Knicks fans even understand the amount of pressure those two, those three need really needs to have. Like I don't, I'm not giving Randall no pressure. He did his job. Brunson, he showed me what he could do. He did his job. I'm not giving those two pressure. Those two, Josh Hart, those three right there. Yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about those three. I know they're gonna give me numbers. I know they, I know what they could do. I know what they're capable of. I, I, those three, I'm sold on. RJ, Grimes, and Mitchell Robinson, if all three pop in the same season, oh, the Knicks could do big things. And when I say pop, I wrote a tweet recently about uh, who I wanted to see actually who is the most important players on the Knicks going in the next season. And in my tweet, I asked for specific things from Quentin Grimes, R.J. Barrett, and Mitchell Robinson. And what I said in the tweet was, Mitchell Robinson, minimum. You're 25 years old, right? You're, you're not a young buck no more. I watched you get drafted here. It, I, feel, I feel like I watched the young man fucking grow up. Um, I fought Nick fans for four years for this man to get paid. Four years. I, I battled Eru. Shout out to Die Hard Knicks podcast. I battled him for four years. I said, my man, Mitchell Robinson, got to get paid. Now it's time for him to deliver. 
Minimum, I need all NBA defense next season. Minimum. Minimum. I don't even need the All-Star select. Minimum, I need all NBA defense next season. Minimum, I need top five blocks next season. Yes, I will be stat hunting Mitch Robinson next season. I will be checking his box scores. I will be checking his box scores. I'm not, go- I'm not going to get on these pods and jump for joy and pom-pom. But there is a level of accountability I got to hold these guys to. So Mitch Robinson, I definitely need Mitch to minimum or in all NBA defense. Minimum. Need Mitch for that. I need a selection. I need it. I need him in top five blocks. I also need him in I need him in the top three in steals and blocks total. I think steals and blocks total would show how much effect that Mitch Robinson is having on the defensive end for the New York Knicks. Cause I looked at it. Last season, there was a point in the season where Mitchell Robinson actually was in the top five blocks total blocks and steals. I think he still – no, I think he's probably top ten. I'm going to have to go look that up. Um, but I think that's a barometer or a meter that I can measure, okay, how – what is – is Mitchell Robinson really impacting the game? His blocks and steals total would tell me all I need to know about him. I definitely need an all-NBA Defensive selection this season from Mitch Robinson, for sure. Guaranteed. Or it's a failure. It's a failure. It's a failure. I can't judge him no more like one of I can't I can't baby him no more. It's an absolute failure if he's not an all NBA member, a defensive member. Absolute failure. Um next you guy. What why are you so what I do to you? Oh my God! Yo, my coworker, Jamaican. Jamaican. <laughs> and I, and I said nothing. I said nothing now. Your baby powder. My baby powder. Yeah, that you put on your baby powder oil. Yeah, I, I put on. I put on baby powder oil to make sure that I don't. Yo, know, yo, smell yo! Like mute this when shit. I smell like fragrances. Where's, where's recap? <laughs> Where's recap? Recap left me. I man, I don't even know what the fuck to do right now. Oh, I'm just. Man. Oh man, <sighs> heard too much of that conversation. Just anybody else want to fucking come up and talk Does about? Anybody else want to come up and talk about ceilings? Anybody want to talk about ceilings? I didn't give a fuck what you. You can talk about the wall in your fucking apartment or house. Just fit that fucking request button, please. I've been quiet for the past 20 minutes, man. I just hear that shit. Oh, me? I'm just, I knew I was shit, quiet man. for too long. I'm, now I can finally hear y'all. I knew I was like, what the fuck? Why the fuck is so quiet? So now that I can finally hear y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for that, State. I was quiet. Your fucking baby lotion, fucking ass oil, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I probably won't talk. I probably won't talk Knicks no more this summer. Mm-hmm. This might be the last space I'm talking Knicks. Mm-hmm. Continue to lie. No, I'm, I'm what else is there to talk? I didn't hardly talk about it tonight. Oh yeah. After this space, yeah, I got nothing left after this shape. This was my I last book. I got I got nothing left. <laughs> I'm I'm doing straight violence for the rest of the summer. <laughs> I'm making people I'm making people cuss people out because you know. I feel like I'm at a certain age in my life where I can just get away with almost any fucking thing. 
and say what the fuck I want with no repercussions. So, what rather way to do that than talk to y'all? So, I'm just going to have all kind of fucked up spaces. <laughs> shit. We're going to talk about all kind of shit. Um, yeah, so, tune in. We'll see. Um, Yo, did this company man say Dante hit 153s last season? Well, he won't be hitting 153s on the Knicks, brother. <laughs> I'm telling you that right there. And um, Quentin Grimes, lastly, Quentin Grimes, I need 203s made in all NBA defensive selection. So now the Knicks going into next season when they finish, they have two all NBA defensive members. That tells me that Tibbs is doing a damn good job coaching. Would that happen? I don't know. And R.J. Barrett, minimum. First all-star selection. It's time. Got to arrive. You in year five. Don't want to wait another season. I don't need to wait another season. I shouldn't have to. I, th- I think the kid is good enough to do it. Uh, I think Randall's going to start slow regardless. So if Randall starts slow, I know Randall's going to defer. i seen him do it in the playoffs. So a- anytime you see something in the playoffs, best believe that following season is going to trickle down is going to trickle down into the next season. I think Rand- as long as Randall, you come in with the right mindset, you know, I'm going to be like Lamar Odom or something, just pass the ball, don't don't sit on the rock, keep it, keep the ball moving. If, if Brunson, it, I don't even want Brunson to change his game. I just want him to give the ball up a little more. I don't I, – the, the ball hogging shit, I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think he's going to do that next season. I think Brunson is assuring to be 20 and 10. I think Brunson going to be an all-star as well. I think he's he's shown enough. Um, But anyways, let me get out of here. You know, I appreciate y'all joining me. Um, I'm with Billy on this one. Um, I, This was my last bullet in the chamber. I have nothing else. Nothing else. I just felt like um, Quentin Grimes and Mitchell Robinson uh, needed a dedicated space just for those two. Um, I know we talked about RJ and, and Randall and, and Tibbs a, a little bit, but those two guys, they needed a space dedicated towards those two because those are our draft picks. Uh, we try to highlight all of these guys the same. Um, and we need them. Need them both, man. We need them both to produce. Imagine if both of them is all NBA defensive members. Now company men can say to state, well, 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 you, you see what Tib did? Tib made Mitchell Robinson award in NBA. Look, Tib, RJ All-Star under Tib. Look, I can't, I can't, I can't shit on Tibbs for that. Um, that's what I want him to do. That's what he's supposed to do. I don't think Tibbs is the championship guy, but I do think he can make, he could make a great damn foundation so the next guy that come in, he could step right into something that's already made, probably one tweak, and then we we good to go. So shout out to everybody that's tuned in. Um, until what is today? Because today is Wednesday. I will be touching grass a lot this weekend. I will not be joining spaces this weekend <laughs> at all. <laughs> Appreciate everybody though, man. Um, Billy, I cannot hear you. I don't know why this phone is. I'm ass. not. Oh, I'm not. You guys saying I, I didn't say shit. Oh. I didn't say shit. Oh, okay. I thought you was about to. Yeah. Cur- I, I thought you was cursing Damn. me out. No, I'm. <laughs> I might be doing a booty. I might do a booty talk space later on tonight. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
Yeah, I might join. I might join. Fuck it. Triple X spaces. Triple X spaces from here on out. I ain't talking. I ain't got nothing else for the Knicks, man. Yo, it's, all right, everybody. It's, it's X rated. <laughs> you crazy, man. All right, peace and blessings, yo.